Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Los Ringobernables podcast. This is Roberto with Drew and Cry Bry Sin. What are they? Cry Bry. Yeah. Tegan Knox God. Tegan Knox God. Yeah. Dude. What the fuck is up, my dudes, as far as us not recording an episode for like what well we sent you on excursion last week our young lion out to portland yeah well, yeah i want to hear about that black Say boots it. my dude. black boots black laces black uh trunks yeah dude. and black knee pads and nothing else yeah i don't even think they wear knee pads no, they don't get knee pads yet that's right dude, honestly yeah. that would be the fucking move if i ever decided they get to them start wrestling special, dude. no dude i would i would do the reverse young lion and just do all white dude that'd be sick i do white, white boots dude i could fuck white trunk white trunks and white boots. I feel like you should wear tights. All right. No. So, tights would be sick. Portland was sick. Was there anything of note from TakeOver? Anything special you did? Anything that made your dick really hard? <laughs> did you um, see anything that... Just... Well, besides the fact that Oster is like 7 foot 4 and like <laughs> 275 and does not look like the brick house that he should be. Oh, great. Now we're going to die when we fight him. Andrew Everett, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like Andrew Everett without any of the redeeming factors. <laughs> Andrew Everett with longer hair. Andrew Everett with, like, zero fucking athleticism. <laughs> Andrew Everett but listens to Gulch. Dude, true. Except Gulch is actually sick, so fuck off, Bryson. Hey, I'm just Be trying true. to get canceled on Twitter again. Dude. Yeah, after you got big mad over fucking shitting on Gulch, which <clears throat> would you, you kind of deserve because if not you shit... Really, I mean, you shit on a popular opinion. You expect people to not have fucking uh, defend their... I mean, opinion. it is what it is. Yeah, dude, what if, like, what if we were still back in, like, 2013 when Nails was, like, fucking peak hardcore? I mean, I wouldn't have, like, physically tried to, or, like... No, you probably would have appearance. probably, like... You, I feel... Well, no, yeah, you would have. No, I'm ugly, dude. I don't hack people's appearances. I'm above that shit. I That's don't. a fucking lie. I rise above hate John Cena style. Thank you, That sir. is the biggest fucking lie I've heard in my entire life. Anyways. Anyway. Coach, they're sick dudes. I like them as people. They're good guys. Yeah, but they're actually sick as far as a band too. So, anyway, shout out, shout out, is, San Jose, shout out, Galt, shout out, Tsunami. This is not a hardcore podcast. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. This is not a hardcore podcast. This is a wrestling podcast. Let's get back to wrestling. Well, Drew, <laughs> it's all subjective. It's all as far it's as all. the two, the two sellouts who no longer go to shows. True. That's true. But I go to country shows. That counts. You don't have podcast shows. You listen to Orville Peck. Orville Peck is sick. Orville Peck is super sick. No, he's not. Orville Peck is dude. Country is so sick, dude. I listen to John John Denver on the reg, bro. I don't understand why like these new new age kids are like super into Orville Peck. It's no, it's Uh, they're not into Orville Peck, dude. They're into what's popular, and he happens to be popular. Dude. I like him because he's a decent artist. I don't really care for him. And I fuck the country. Also, real quick announcement. We will be on a hiatus again next week. I will be gone. I need to go interview for a PhD program. Like a fucking nerd. Like a nerd. Drew, he's lying. So, he's going to a WWE tryout. You're right. I'm flying to Albuquerque and then coming back and then going to St. George. So we will not be recording next week. <laughs> so there we go. Before I forget to announce that. Which means when we come back, we'll have to do like a five-hour episode. Yes, oh a five-hour episode. All about, we're going to recap every single AEW show from the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> in detail. We're going to watch it back-to-back. As far Speaking as... Speaking of AEW, 
This week's episode, we watched AEW's pay-per-view. Was it, was it? Revolution. 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 Which is, as of recording, uh, just finished about a half hour ago. Yes. Maybe a little shorter than that. It was yeah. a fun show. We will talk about it more in a little bit. First, though, we're going to recap the weekly events in wrestling. Let's start with Raw. It was okay. It was fine. It was one of the worst Raws it's been in a while. It's been one of the worst Raws. I wouldn't since. really say it was one of the worst, because I actually had some really good matches. Like, the the Buddy and KO match was super good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. The Seth and... Uh, Seth and Montez Ford match. Yeah, Seth and Montez Ford was super good. Yeah. Montez is super crazy good. Yeah. He needs to dump fucking... Um, that whole... But the, the, at the beginning of the show with Randy, like, coming out and just being like, <laughs> Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it started off with that, but... I mean, Raw had, I mean, had some cool moments. I mean, Montez Ford is a fucking stud. Yeah. He's really good. KO... Is quickly becoming the biggest babyface in the company. Humberto Carrillo versus Angel Garza was Super actually good. was yeah. actually pretty solid. Even uh, even though like Angel Garza won, which is fair. I, I mean, I have one wanna... gripe about that. Uh, Angel Garza did a or fuck, was it Humberto? Who did the Canadian destroyer to the other one? Uh, Humberto to Humberto to Angel. That's right. And they wasted it during a picture in picture. Yeah, that's dumb. But it's a huge spot. They're just like, oh, da-da. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricochet versus Gallows was whatever. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet's fun. It was a good. It was an okay match. AJ Styles came back, so that's fun. Yeah. AJ Styles is always solid. Brick yeah. Lesnar was just there to kind of be there for whatever fucking reason. Well, yeah. Heyman got a weird promo. Heyman was talking about um, how if his aunt had balls. How people, yeah. He was, he was talking about Ricochet. I don't know, dude. That's kind of problematic. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. If his it. aunt had balls, it, she, she could very well still be his aunt. It's true. True, but, but I think he was using it more of a. Oh yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Paul Heyman is—he's pro-trans. So. Yeah, he's sick. Big shout out, Paul Heyman, Paulie Fuck boy. Him. Paul Heyman, Heyman trans. Hustle. Paul Heyman, I respect you more than Bruce Pritchard. I think I would say so. Bruce I Pritchard. respect him more than I respect Freddie Prince Jr. Apparently, Bruce Pritchard said that he can talk about uh, Hell in a Cell this year on something to wrestle with in three years from now. I'm very excited for that episode. <laughs> Because Hell in a Cell this year it was a fucking shit show. Fucking sucked, and I'm very excited for him to talk. I mean, about technically, like last year, last year, 2019. That's true. Last year. You know well, what? hopefully Bruce Bruce Pritchard quits the WWE beforehand, Probably so he can do a tell. How many times has he fucking quit and like gotten so rehired? Many. Yeah, so many. Yeah, just That's like Lance Storm like now works for the WWE again. He just closed his school. Yeah. Oh yeah, Landstorm. He fucking he's a producer again. Yeah, he's a producer again. Anyway, yeah. What else happened? Uh, Alistair Black versus Eric Rowan was Super kind good. of. It was cool. It was cool, but it was also kind of weird. Um, it was because very he got, weird. Yeah, because he got attacked by the OC before the match started, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, well he's probably gonna end up losing his streak yeah. to Eric Rowan because, first of all, they're they're building Eric Rowan to be this huge monster, monster and then they have him fucking job out to Alistair Black and less. I wouldn't consider it a job out though. Um, especially because you had to do the black mask twice. True, true. Yeah. That first black mask was fucking rough, though. Yeah. Honestly, so talking to he's you know, got, dude. Alistair Black has to have like a fifty-fifty for fucking ratio on hitting that move. Yeah. Because sometimes it looks amazing, and other times it looks terrible. Yeah. Um, still my guy though. I love you. Speaking Allie, of that, Alex Black. Uh, Black yeah. So yeah. So uh, that led to Alistair Black challenging AJ Styles for a match on yeah. Raw. 
yeah. next week. Which, so, I did, he needs to start stop fighting random guys and start going for a title. Yeah. He needs to make his streak worth something. Speaking of that. But him and AJ Styles is going to be start, fantastic. Sorry. I would really like to see Aleister Black and Taker at Mania. No. More. Dude, more, no more Undertaker. More than I'd like to see AJ Styles and Taker. No more Undertaker. I know. But they should do AJ Styles versus Aleister Black at WrestleMania. AJ Styles versus Undertaker, though, could be a really good match because they both don't do that complex of moves. AJ Styles is not hitting Undertaker with a Styles Clash, but he'll hit him with a phenomenal forearm and that'll be really cool. And he'll sell like crazy for the Undertaker. Yeah, it would be like, realistically, like they don't do very hard moves. Like they don't, Their moves can be pretty basic. AJ Styles can do every move in the book because he's a really good wrestler and one of the best wrestlers in the world. But, the best wrestler in the world. Mm, it's debatable. Anyway. He is one of the best wrestlers in the world, though, and him and Undertaker could have a really cool match together. Undertaker can't even move anymore, though, dude. That's the problem. I know, but I mean, I wanted to. Co- I want to cover Super Showdown, but we'll wait. Undertaker, we'll seriously, he needs to stop. He is making a mockery of his own legacy at this point. He really is. He is hurting himself. His match with Roman Reigns last year was not that bad. That was. It was. Two it years was ago. bearable at best. It wasn't two, it was two years, years ago. ago. It was twenty seventeen. No, it wasn't. Or it's twenty eighteen. No, it was 2019. Was it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it was 2019. I don't was think it? so. Yeah. Because Roman... Didn't Roman win? No, because that match battle? that match with Undertaker and Goldberg No, because last, last year Undertaker chokes on John Cena. No. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. It was 2018. Because Roman came out and he said, this is my yard. And got no, booed the fuck was, out of the building. It was right after Roman came back with his from his leukemia. They had a tag match. It was Undertaker and Roman right after the Saudi Arabia show with Goldberg, which was last year. Yeah, but that was a But mania. I'm talking about no. when they worked at WrestleMania. They worked at WrestleMania 2018. I'm not talking about oh, WrestleMania. Well. I'm talking about his last match that he had. Oh. His last match that he had was against Goldberg. No, because they did the match after with did Roman. They? Yeah, Roman was a tag Oh, team. that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that was an okay... They did okay because it was against Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, but yeah, because those are comp- competent workers. Yeah. When they had Undertaker versus Goldberg, yeah. they both nearly died in that match. But what I'm saying is AJ <laughs> Styles is a competent worker for Undertaker to work with and put on a decent yeah, match but he's, but. Every year, every year that goes on is just showing how oh yeah much I know Undertaker, Undertaker should needs not to stop. be he should have in retired in 2015 oh yeah he should have this... got, he should have lost to Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. at WrestleMania and then he should have lost again to the Wyatt family at Survivor Series and then hung up the boots dude I think him and Kane should have yeah. one retirement match and that's it I agree and they should that both should have been what was that Survivor Series yeah. Yeah. Two years ago, two three years ago, what when they it was when they the, did the Wyatt family and the Kane and Undertaker? Yeah, that was twenty fifteen. What was twenty fifth anniversary? Oh God, it's twenty fifth anniversary. Anyways, Jesus. okay, let's get back into Raw. So, yeah, uh, then it was McIntyre's interview, which was that's weird. Right. It, was it was weird, weird fucking interview. Yeah, he didn't mention that he was an NXT champion. Yeah, he buried NXT. Dumb. Um... I'm still excited for... Oh, I think the match is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm very and it excited. It seems like Brock's actually pretty excited to work with him, yeah. too, which is cool. Yeah. I hope so. I bet after he just works with R-Truth forever. <laughs> I hope so. And then, yeah, then it was R-Truth. Speaking of R-Truth, <laughs> great segue. There we go. Um, which next segment was R-Truth versus Bobby Lashley, which was... Really weird. Fucking yeah. weird. Bobby Lashley is not very good. No. Bobby Lashley can be good Meh. when he cares. I want to know what the fuck Rusev's doing. He he's on a contract still, mate, dude. He he they, he won't restart a new contract until he does. But because he hasn't, they pulled him from the Super Show and everything else. So fucking sucks. Yeah. I hopefully he gets a good contract though. Cause dude, I don't care about Rusev. He's I a good like character, but he's not that great of a worker. He is though. If if you kind of 
if you let him work and let him be an agile big man, he can go. Well, that's the thing is like they There's, don't let him use I think moves that would be to his advantage. Like he, I mean the accolade's fine. It's a fucking camel clutch. It is. People shouldn't be using the camel clutch in twenty twenty. Rusev should be using a He's a big a guy, though. He's a big guy. He could he could kind of make it believable, at least. But with how agile he is and how quick he is, he should be hitting a fucking lariat or a clothesline from hell or something because he's got huge fucking arms and he's fast. Yeah. And he's got a low center of gravity, and so he could take people's heads off. Something like or, the Claymore kick could have worked for him. Something like a running knee could have worked for him, even yeah. though, like... They're already being used by other people. I feel like some sort of running strike could work in his favor. Um, I know he already does that, like, jumping back heel kick. I can't stand that rolling fucking rolling wheel kick, dude. I don't mind it. I personally do not mind that move at all. It works for him. Because it it, it allows his momentum to be fucking pushed in a a certain way. Uh I feel like he should also use, like, an actual, like, move finisher, not a submission. Yeah. He should use, like, a brain buster, like, Ishii style. Yeah. Ooh, super. Or like he, he could be the Ishii of the WWE. He really could be. If he gets booked properly, he could just be a badass who like works really good programs and stuff throughout the summer and like yeah. when it matters and always comes up a little bit short. Yeah. He could be the fucking ass kicker of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, up next we had the contract signing for the women's thing. Yep. Um, that was actually really sick. It was, was cool. it? I don't know. I, I think really it's kind it. of well, awkward. Well, because no, Shayna came out. That was cool. She said what she said. Well, she didn't come out. With everybody. No, she I know. Came she, out came out so she came out afterwards. She came out after everybody had signed it. Now she's a vampire, kind of? Kind of. She's, yeah, she starts biting people. and. Well, you know, she's just a badass that talks about how she doesn't she's, care about your kids. She's, she's a, she's she's a blood mouth, dude. She's what vegans think we she, do. Yeah, she's she a blood the mouth, dude. Collective. Yeah. But dude. that... So she came out. That was cool. And then Natty got up, got up and got in her face. Yeah. And was talking shit. But what I really appreciate is the fact that fucking... Oscar got up and shoved the shit out of Natty and yeah. just got in her face. That was sick. I thought that was sick. The, the best thing about it, though, was when everything started, like, the shit hit the fan and everybody started just hacking each other. What I did like was how Shayna was able to stand in the ring by herself and be like, hey. Talk shit. Yeah. She yeah. She's like, like, I came and did what I needed to do. I came, talked my fucking shit, stirred the pot. And now all of you guys are fighting and I don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that, I guess, that, for me, was the best part. Yeah. I just really wish it would showcase Kyrie Sane as a singles wrestler too. Kyrie Sane is she in the match. Injured? Yeah, she's not even in the match. No, she I just know. got married. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, she was. And she engaged. tweeted it. Yeah. Um, good for her. But no, I mean, because Kyrie Sane is Kyrie Sane, Emi Sakura, and Io Shirai are probably the three best Joshi wrestlers in the world. Yeah. And for them to not use Kyrie Sane. As a singles person, you like would say Emi Sakura's up there. Oh yeah. Mm. For her age and how, like, yeah, I would say Emi Sakura. I haven't, I haven't really felt like I've seen her do some great matches. In AEW, she's kind of phoned it in. I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was cool. I mean, Liv Morgan dived on Ruby Riot. That was sick. That was sick. And then you got Sarah Logan, who's in the middle, trying to like. Yeah. Keep the two sides even, which yeah. I thought was kind of a cool angle too. Yeah. Cuz I mean cool. she didn't like take ra- one randomly take one side, she's in the middle. I like the Riot squad. I thought the Riot squad was sick. Same. And I would like them to get back like I don't know how they would, but I'd like, like Sarah Logan to grow out her dreadlocks though. I'd like Sarah Logan to be a part of the Viking Raiders. <laughs> that too. That'd be sick. But anyway, that was really cool though. Um anyways, moving on. It was yep, the back-to-back matches so it was uh 
Not sure what the order was, but uh, uh, it was supposed to be the Street Profits versus AOP, right? Yeah. Or no, it was supposed so to be was Street Profits versus Seth and Buddy. Seth yeah, Buddy, but actually. what ended up happening was it was just Angelo versus Murphy. Yep, and then um, um, Ford versus Rollins. Yeah, did Angelo beat Murphy? Um, yeah, Angelo beat Murphy. Yeah, by DQ though, because Seth came in and yeah, uh, stopped beat, to stop him. Yeah, st- yeah. Uh, started beating him up. And yeah. then the last match on the card was Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. Well. And then also uh, Seth, for oh, Seth beat Seth, yeah, for Seth, Seth, yeah Seth Montez hit the coolest frog splash. Montez is a stud, dude. He like I was telling you earlier, Leo Rush and Montez Ford need to be attacking for two people who. Well, I would say for, I guess as being the Street Profits, none of them having like indie experience prior to joining the WWE. Yes, I mean Montez Ford being an FCW since two thousand fucking twelve. Yeah, and be, yeah, since two thousand and twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I would have hope. I would hope that at this point he would be good enough to be in the main roster. <laughs> yeah, he still sucks. So he's yeah. yeah. I mean he's he's good enough to be in the main roster. I guess. He's competent. He's yeah. He, I can imagine Angelo Dawkins and Mojo Rawley being in a jobber tag team together because they both kind of suck. Right, and then at least with um, with Ford. He was there in the beginning of like the new NXT era. He yeah, because yeah. he got signed in like 2013. Yeah. yeah. Plus they were doing the stuff in like Evolve and stuff. And that yeah. Really so the, I would give them credit as far as what NXT did with them as tag team champions. They did a very good job of developing their skill mm-hmm. in places that are not on TV. Yeah. Well, technically, I mean, Evolve shows are televised or are recorded. And streamed, dude. But it's not to the same level of audience that NXT is. Yeah. yeah. Well, Montez Ford, dude, he's he's got it. The crowd pops for him. They yeah. pop for him. He's a hell of a promo. He's a he's a great talker. He's a great worker. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, dude, him and Leo Rush together as a tag team would be like the new London Kendrick, just super fucking athletic, super fast, super high paced. Except he's one of them's five five, and the other one's like six fucking three. They're both super quick and they're both crazy. And imagine them doing like a double frog splash off the top. That ropes. would be sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's that already happens though. But the, no, the, the way they do it though. Yeah, but then the thing is, it's like it's too close of a the parallel. Usos, uh, too pa- close of a parallel to the Usos. The Usos change their power. Their finisher. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's a Canadian destroyer off the second rope and a. Uh, Another Canadian destroyer. Frog splash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair. Panama Sunrise. Um, the <laughs> okay. last match on the card, though, was Kevin Owens and uh, Randy, Orton, Randy Orton, which was part of the promo from the beginning yeah. where Ke- Kevin came out. Because this show was in Canada. Yeah. And so Kevin came out and was like, yo, why'd you do it? Yeah. He was just like... Well, before then, he, Kevin he popped him the crowd the by saying, hey, sorry it took so long, the crowd kept chanting my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then during the match, uh, Seth Rollins and his messiahs come out. Um, they start causing some fuckery. Um, and then uh, the Viking Raiders come out. The Viking Raiders come out. They scare off AOP. Um, I think they deal with Buddy Murphy, too. And then Randy Orton hits an RKO and picks up a real quick pin. On, on, like, yeah, on like, three. yeah, like like super quick. Super quick. And then the ref takes off his... The, or Kevin Owen rips off the ref shirt, and he's wearing a Monday Night Messiah shirt. And Kevin Owen hits a ref with a stunner and puts him through a table. table. So sick. And it was super sick because Seth Rollins left and he was like, don't you dare. He's don't a good dare. person. He's a He's good a person, person, Kevin. And started yelling at him and then he just hit him with it. It was a fine episode of Raw. Yeah. Also, I shout out to that ref because that ref just came out of Evolve. Yeah. yeah. 
So that that ref was out of Evolve, which yeah. is like sick. And he gets involved in the major storyline right off yeah. the bat. It's yeah. Immediately. That That's cool. just a way for them to be able to pull a ref that has never been on uh, on main card TV. TV. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that ha- that is competent and is able to work and knows the WWE style because I'm pretty sure they teach him the same ways in it yeah. evolved to an evolved. extent. Yeah. yeah, and he did his job perfectly. Yeah. yeah he, he did, did exactly match. what he needed to. The, um, the powerbomb looked absolutely fucking sketchy as yeah. they always usually are and I guess at this point should be yeah. when it comes to putting moves on a ref yeah. except shout out to him for bumping the fuck out like crazy. for that stunner he really sold the stunner yeah um and then the power bomb looked rough which fair enough I guess it should look rough when you apply it on a ref yeah it was a good show though um, actually yeah thinking about it in retrospect it was a, it was an okay yeah show. it was a good yeah. it was a solid show yeah um alright Tuesday Wrestling we have AW Dark um, AW Dark Texas came out today or yesterday. So well, there's also AW Dark on Tuesday. Was there? Yeah. They're, oh yeah, that's right because they're not doing one. Yeah. Tuesday. So AW Dark on Tuesday. One thing I just want to know: Sean Spears hit an excellent spine buster. Um, was it on the Dark Order? No, it was on. Uh, Who did they have a tag match with? Because he was teamed up with QT Marshall. Oh. And was it Dustin Rhodes? I don't remember. Anyway. But Sean what would Spears it have hit. been? It would have been Sean Spears and I think it was Peter Avalon. No, it was Peter. Yeah, it might, actually, it might have been. It was Sean Spears, Peter Avalon against Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. That's right. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, it yeah, was, it was sick. Um, but uh, Sean Spears hit a really cool spine buster on QT. I so think. it was. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure what the order was. Uh, it was Jimmy Havoc versus Marco Stunt. That was weird because the Nightmare Collective came out at the top of the aisle. So it's like Jimmy Havoc joining Nightmare Collective. They're not even going by by the Nightmare Collective anymore. Yeah, but there was those two that came out. I don't know what they're doing, but... Dr. Luther and what's her name? Yeah, the freaking (laughs) Baldy. It was fine. Um, Uh, Jimmy Havoc won. I don't like Jimmy Havoc using the Acid Acid Rainmaker. It makes me me mad. It pisses me off as well. It's dumb. He should use a pile driver. He should use... Just literally anything but that... Yeah, That's it's, it's a slight to Okada. It makes me fucking mad. Is what it does. Um, he is not. He is not Okada. He's nowhere near. Jimmy Okada. Havoc's a little bitch. Um, Fuck him with a stupid costume. He, he should probably start doing the Calibre. Christopher Daniels thing, and start weaning himself off of like actually wrestling. Yeah. And <laughs> try to do more of a coaching or a backstage role. He needs to go be a fifty-year-old emo dad somewhere else. Uh, and Ooh. then it was the Strong Hearts versus. Uh, I see. Uh, Dark Order. Dark Order. Yeah. That was a cool match. The Strong Arts are really good. They're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. Um, and Stu Grayson is incredible. Stu Grayson's a fucking freak. So is e- Evil Uno's really good, too. Like, you see the way he's built, and it's like, oh. Has he been losing weight? I feel like he's been yeah, losing he weight. Yeah. Especially, weight. Especially during the pay-per-view. Yeah, he's uh, killing he it. He looked like he's been losing some weight. Um, dude. It's Kevin Owens. Then it was a... Uh, I agree. Oh, yeah. So Dark Order won. Yep. With the fatality. Yeah. And then it was uh, Joey Janelle versus Kip Sabian. Uh, False Count Anywhere that match. That match was fun. That match was a good time. Yeah. He hit he hit Penelope before it was something. Yeah. It was like a DDT or something. Yeah. It? I mean, Joey Janelle is a good wrestler. Um, Joey Janelle is not very good. He's competent. He's fine. He's fine. Joey Janela. I mean, he. I don't think he's like... A fucking workhorse in the ring, but yeah, he's not a five star workhorse. But when he's it comes here. to selling facial expressions and, of course, his specialty in hardcore or death, oh, yeah, he, death matches, he knows the psychology well. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does he, his job well. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. as far as like you know selling when he needs to uh, with like the high spots and he's you know, a good like worker. the fucking gnarly shit with like staples or tacks. Yeah, and he's got balls. So yeah. so yeah, he's he's got takes. fucking balls. I'll give him that. Which yeah. I do appreciate, but I mean you can't put a championship on balls. No, there's nothing to stick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bryson. Okay. Uh, with that being said, Joe and Janelle did take the win. Yeah. Um, and then the main event was Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard and Peter Avalon yeah. with Leva Bates versus Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. And he hit a dude that spinebuster on QT Marshall was fucking. It was really good. It's the best spinebuster I've seen since like Naito's pop up spinebuster. I don't know. Dude, Carl Anderson still pulls out a really good one. Oh yeah, I know. But like, he hasn't hit. At least I ha- I don't remember at least hit one since the year started. I don't think he hit one on Ricochet. Yeah, he hit one on Ricochet. Did he? He does have a great spine buster. I'd love a good spine buster. Dude, same. Anyway. But Sean Spears, dude, he's a decent worker. He's solid. When he yeah. when he needs to, like yeah. Well, like, I think he like with Tully, he's been like on top of his game. Yeah. Except for the fact that he was switched back to tights. And I hate or trunks and I hate that. That's he why looks so much better in tights. I really want him to have a feud with like I want that Cody and him feud to come back. I think they should revisit it like a year down the line. Well I think it should do it now because Cody's coming with an Arn. And I think that would be fun. Like why But I mean if they still work on the fucking angle a little longer, yeah. They can revisit it when Sean's a little bit better. Yeah. And then I watched NWA Power. Um, I this did week. not. It was okay. fun. I just watched it because Brody King showed up. <laughs> Shout out, Brody Very King. Very cool. Um, so basically, NWA Power, if you haven't watching, um, Marty Skrull and Nick Aldis are feuding for the 10 pounds of gold. Um, this week, uh, Nick Aldis is a heel. His faction is strictly business with uh, Tom Latimer and some other <laughs> dork. Anyway, they're, they're fine. But um, they came out and they attacked Marty. And then Brody King came through the aisle. And uh, fought him off. It was really cool. Um, Brody King's so sick. Also, uh, Matt Cross has been coming on NWA, cutting some really good promos, having really good matches with Ricky Starks. Um, they had a three-man match with Ziggy Dice and Ricky Starks. Ziggy Dice is really good, too. Rumor has yeah. it that he's uh, very well aware of a cinematic. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He knows who he sick. is, and he's uh, going to call him out pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, he should. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really cool. Um, also, Eddie Kingston and this uh, Pope feud, very fun. I enjoy Dude, it. Dude, Eddie Kingston is so sick. He's super sick. His so promos sick. are so good. Um, He's such an underrated worker. Um, all right, now Wednesdays. Let's start with NXT. I, oh, I was gonna, I was it. gonna pull up uh, Dynamite, but we can, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I already have Dynamite. That's no, okay. Uh, Dynamite. So uh, thirty minute. 30 minute Iron yeah, match. started yeah. off with the thirty minute. Fucking Iron beautiful. Man. Yeah. Um, we caught, we caught it before the podcast started. I watched it live. It was super cool. It was really cool. Goddamn, goddamn, and I said goddamn. It was scary. (laughs) Those V-triggers hurt. That fucking shooting star press spot through the table fucking hurt. Also, another quick thing that we learned this week. If you have the Bleacher Live app, Bleacher Report Live app, you can watch AEW episodes that have been posted. For free. For for free. free. Very cool. You have to to deal with ads. That's okay. Very cool. Very exciting. At least it's not like having to pay for Hulu and then you still get ads. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's just me. cool. It's just cool that it's there. Um, if you want to really cool, it's, it's recent up until like two weeks ago. Yeah, which or is like, super yeah, cool. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Yep. Uh, Omega beating Pac, two falls to one. Yeah. Uh, after so going sick. to overtime. We mentioned earlier, like, Pac could have won with no issue. Pac could have won and, like, gone over. I think Pac should have won. Yeah, but it's still cool. But the thing is, is that um, had Pac won, it might have, you know, 
made the tag match a little less interesting. Yeah. Or it could have added a different dynamic had Omega lost and then go into the tag match as, like, possibly an underdog. Yeah. Uh, but as we've talked about in the past, um, we're kind of sick of the Elite being underdogs, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, hey. But, yeah, and then after the match is when Tony Schiavone goes up to Pac to start doing an interview yeah. and then gets interrupted by freshly none other than squeezed. freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Super sick. Um, Pac called out Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy and them had a feud that built really quickly, but it was fun. I mean, it's a cool, like, quick feud that they built up. Best friends cut a promo saying, oh, you've done it now. You made him mad. He's actually going to try now. Yeah. Um, maybe. They <laughs> maybe. couldn't speak for him. Yeah. He didn't confirm. Um, Neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. As, um, that was fun. Yeah. That was that was fine. Yeah. Um, and then moving along was the Inner Circle versus Jurassic Express, eh, was uh, which was just Santana and Ortiz with Sammy Guevara versus, of course, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. I'm over Marco Stunt. I've I've been over Marco Stunt since All In, dude. I'm over him completely. Like I well, don't, he's a gimmick. Like there's nothing else to it. Nothing I don't like him that much. I, I think like Luchasaurus needs to eat him. Luchasaurus should turn heel. Have, I'm a, saying, have dude, a live Luchasaurus should just eat him. Have a live feast. Yeah, dude. Fuck, fuck a live sex show. I want to see them eat. Dude, imagine like putting Marco Stunt in one of those rotisserie things over, over an open fire and have dude. him bite an apple and just yeah. like just like rotate him, just yeah, crank dude. it. Or Marco around. Stunt on a fucking spit match. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Super sick. Um, yeah. It was fine. There was nothing special about it. It was a go-home episode, so everybody wanted to get their work in and get their hits in. Yeah. Which is fine. shitty, because then, like... I mean, sure, the Jurassic Express beat the Inner Circle, but with that, they don't end up on the on the pay-per-view. Yeah. They, like, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't push them to a match in... Against, like, the, like Proud and Powerful. Or exactly. Or yeah. anything like that. I mean, granted, also... Proud and powerful, uh, proud and powerful did not have a match yeah. on the pay per view either, which they should have because yeah, they're amazing great. as they should they're be. Great. But it is what it is. Uh, moving along, uh, the butcher and the blade versus the best friends. Really good match. Yeah, Andy Williams is so good. Braxton Sutter's super good too. Braxton Sutter is almost problematically dark though. Yeah, he is. As far as his tans are concerned, yes. Yeah, he's very good though. He's very good. He did that slingshot um, on the top rope that was really cool. I'm a big fan of the bunny just because of her character progression along through AEW when she started being the super bubbly kind of like yeah. Allie. Allie. Yeah, um, she's sick. Super happy. Yeah. She wasn't really winning anything and then because of that she was just like, fuck y'all. I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, I think it's sick because it went, it channels back to her stuff with, um, she did an impact. Impact as the bad bunny. Yeah, so that's sick. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, it's cool because, like, uh, the Blade and her are married. I just think that the Butcher and the Blade need to start picking up more wins. Yeah, I agree. Because if they don't, they're going to start looking really Yeah, unfortunately, the best friends did beat the Butcher and the Blade. With a strong zero. Yes, indeed. Um, And then moving along was Big Swole versus Hikaru Shida versus Shayna versus Yuka Zakazaki. Um, I'm a big fan of Big Swole. Big Swole is super sick. I'm a... Big fan of Hikaru Shida mm-hmm. and of Shanna. Yeah. Um, they all have what it takes to really be able to push the women's division, have them giving a true being given a chance. But yeah. Big Swole needs to fix her fucking finisher. It's too convoluted. It's yeah, a ripcord is- spinning elbow. So the opponent spins and then she spins and then she hits him. Yeah. I feel Way like too convoluted. I, I feel like 
it shouldn't be because I feel like if you do the ripcord and then do the like a discus lariat, that's fine. But like, I mean, it's too it's too long to set up, dude. Because she pulls the ripcord and then she spins and then hits. It's too convoluted. She just needs to do one or the other. Um, if she did just a, like a ripcord like elbow strike, that'd be sick. Or if she I just feel like do what could be done the, is like doing the ripcord, and then like as she releases, do it like a Beyblade, and then like fling her to the ropes, and then do like a discus. Yeah, or yeah, like when Austin Aries was in the WWE and he did the discus five arm. Yeah, when he'd shove guys into the rope and then he'd hit the ropes and then hit them with the with the discus elbow. Yeah, that was sick. But as her sits, it's too convoluted and it takes too long to set up. I don't even know what Hikaru Shida's finisher is or Shayna's. Because I don't think they've no. won no a match. Who, Not that I'm aware um, of. Or I, that I can won remember. that match? Um, actually, speaking of which, Hikaru Shida won. Yep. Sick. Uh, Hikaru Shida beat all three of them. Yeah. Uh, Shida scored with the knee strike. Sick. Yeah, that's right. I think I was cooking dinner when that happened. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, and then moving along, uh, the weigh-ins. Oh yeah. With uh, John Moxley and Chris Jericho for the AEW Championship. John it was Moxley fine. Shoot headbutted Jericho. And gave him legitimately seven stitches. Yeah. Busted his face open. Yeah. And then Jericho hit Moxley with a paradigm shift on the weight scale. So apparently, uh, Moxley weighs 234 pounds, yeah. which I don't know how true that is. It's not. It's not. Um, he's way too lean, dude. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, he does not look 234 pounds. If he's 234 pounds, I'm a buck 85. <laughs> yeah, that's like, he's an inch shorter than me, that's like 40 pounds more than me. Yeah. But he also he's has, not, like, muscle. But yeah. he's not, like, way more buff. He's yeah. got big arms, he's got, a, like, a flat Is stomach. it me, or did he used to have, like... A bigger chest in the WWE. He used to have a bigger chest, dude. With shorter hair, he looked shorter. With longer hair, he looked shorter. Like, he never looked tall in the WWE, I feel like. Well, also, the WWE, back then, when he was, like, in the Shield, um, they still had bigger guys. Did they? Yeah. Well, not to mention they put Roman in... This was, like, 2012, my guy. They also put Roman and Seth on fucking lifts. Okay, that's right. Well, was it 2012, 2013? Yeah, 2013. Well, they debuted in 20... At the end of 2012. Yeah. So, yeah, this was still back during the the big guy era. During during the fucking big, sweaty, grappling Ryback dudes. Yeah, there was Ryback has me blocked on Twitter. I was about to say, I was like, there's guys like Ryback who are like 6'3". Who were getting big pushes to Ryback for being fucking... For being big. For being buff. Um, And yeah, there was that whole thing. He headbutted him. Actually caused him stitches. Yeah. Those Um, staples. Yeah. Mm. Pretty brutal. But paradigm shift, whatever, go home. Yeah. Moxley got beat up on the go home show. That was proof enough of what was going to happen tonight. Yeah, don't spoil it yet. Uh, yeah. I didn't. <sighs> and then uh, moving Sorry. along to NXT, yep, we NXT. had uh, Dajakovic versus Grimes. Honestly, this, this is probably the weakest episode of NXT since the eight oh, Wednesday yeah. Night War. This episode was not very good. But this match was sick. This match was very cool. Um, And then uh, uh, that's the whole um, heel turn. With, uh... With Damien Priest. Yeah, Damien Priest. Damien Priest came in with, like, a nightstick and hit Dominic in his uh, right knee where he's already had knee replacements. Yeah. So, clear, so clearly, uh, he's a cop? Yeah. yeah. But, no, he's... He's um, a sexy vampire cop, dude. He's setting up a feud for... I think he's just trying to be next in line for Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, oh, for the North American? North American Championship. North American Championship, getting that set up. Uh, I mean, technically, I think they said Cameron Grimes has a shot next. 
kind of sick. As long as Keith Lee keeps defending more, that'll be cool. And I think Dominic Dijakovic and uh, Damian Priest could have like it could be really beneficial for them to actually have a feud. I think it's Cameron just... Grimes is my one exception to the big man rule because he's a fucking freak who's stronger than he looks. He is very strong. He's like stupidly strong. Well, the interesting thing is like this is gonna be an interesting time with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic being in separate feuds. Yeah, because it has he... been what almost a year. Yeah. Pretty much. It, what, it has felt, yeah, what, it, it feels like it's been a year of them it either much having single matches at on NXT or being on uh, matches together on pay-per-views or whatever. Uh, but yeah, hopefully well, hopefully this allows them to have... Well, you saw Dijakovic and Lee live. How was that? Fucking God tier. God tier. God tier match. Okay, um, so. This should be the last time. I was not, I, not gonna lie, I thought... Jacoby was going to turn on Keith Lee for a bit. Yeah. And then when Keith Lee picked up Donovan Dijakovic, Dominic Dijakovic, Dominic. I almost thought for a second Keith Lee was going to turn heel. He gave him the fucking kicking AJ out of the boat club treatment. Yeah. Something. But, uh, him. but, uh, yeah, no, they were just like, yeah, this is going to be respectful. And, uh, sure enough, it was. It was a hell Super of a match. Sick. And, uh, yeah. hopefully, like I mentioned, moving forward, this keeps them away from each other for a very long time because yeah. they they cannot be together anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a they need a break. They spend need some time apart. Yeah, the, sure. yeah. The NXT crowd needs a break from it because yeah, Keith Lee needs to start working for with other people for sure. Yeah. 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 Like I said, Dominic Dijakovic can go SmackDown. Be a fucking top heel. That would be sick. And then uh, next up was the Finn Balor segment. Yeah, which this was really uh, cool. Really Finn cool Balor came up and started cutting a promo on who he should be facing. Yeah, he said he's been the champion in the Universal Champion, the New Japan Champion, the this, the that. He like said all these different cha- promotions he's been champions for. Um, and then Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner came out and they cut a promo talking about how. Um, You've never been the UK, UK champion. champion. Mm-hmm. So sick. And they're having a their next uh, pay per view. Their next NXT takeover is in Dublin. Too. It's in Ireland, yeah. So it makes a lot of sense for him to be there. Um, Which I like because now this is starting to add a cross. I guess if you want to consider cross platform, cross promotional stuff. stuff with NXT. Well, I also think it's like UK. with with WWE Network falling down. I think like they noticed that once they put NXT on TV. I think what they need to do is they need a reason for people to have a WWE network and want to watch NXT UK. And I think if Finn Bauer took the title, it would make sense for Finn ba- for like people to want to look at that. I just don't know how Finn Bauer beats Walter in a believable way. Tyler Bate did it. Well, he didn't beat him. He didn't beat him. No, no, I'm saying he's done it. In like OTT and... Oh, yeah, but that's Congress. different. But I mean, it's still, it's doable. And if anybody can, it's Finn, dude. Finn can call up, all he needs to do is call up fucking... Uh, if he had Devlin? the demon come out? No, dude, he just needs to call up. What's his name from New Japan? Uh, bad luck. Oh. And be like, hey, that's not gonna follow happen. No, I'm saying he's not going to call him for it to come in. He just needs to call him and be like, hey, big guy, how do I take down a big guy? And Folly will just say, fuck him. Yep. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> and then Finn will fuck him. Because he's got a giant hog, dude. Shout out to Journey and Wrestle Boys. Uh... Clearly, Bryson is not in the state of mind to be speaking very Finn much. Is, Finn is 90% hog. Yeah. And 10% he's, abs. And he's, he's like 0.25% carbs. Yeah, he's 50% abs and 50% hog. Dude, yeah. And 0% carbs. 
He's yeah. uh He's an ordinary man that has an extraordinary hog. I think there was that one uh, segment on Raw like fucking two or three years ago when they were like, uh, some about like he should be eating carbs and like I think he grabbed a donut and like bit it. Bit it and, yeah, and then spit it out. I, I was about to say I'm like I don't think he like chewed it and swallowed yeah. it. I straight up think he like bit it and fucking spit it out. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um, uh, anyways, yeah. the uh, next match was, was Mia it Yim. The, it was Mia Yim versus Ai Lee. I didn't watch that Hulu edit. Yeah, I didn't watch um, it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess uh, Dakota Kai, and I guess they're calling her now Raquel. Yeah. yeah. Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, I think Raquel Gonzalez should feud with uh, Mercedes, no, Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. I think that'd be sick. I guess it'll show whether or not she can go. She's sick, I think. She could be sick. Yeah, I've, I've caught this segment when they were just like, when Dakota Kai was like, you took my spot. And she was like, I didn't take your spot. And she was like, you took my spot and I want to beat you up. And they did. And they beat yeah. up Mia Yim. And next week we're going to have... Um, which is uh, interesting because Ailey beat Mia Yim. Yeah, we're gonna have a cage match next week between Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. We're gonna have two cage matches next week. Yeah, another one between uh, Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. I don't like the feud. I don't care about that other. Like one. I said, that feud's fucked up because Roderick Strong should be the face in this situation. Yeah, it's stupid. Velveteen Dream is being creepy. Yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah, moving along. Uh, Austin shout Theory. yeah, shout out. To, I was about to say shout out to Austin Theory. Uh, yeah. he had a match with Masa Champa. He's way better at twenty three than he deserves to be. He's really good. He's yeah. Really good. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Champa beat Austin Theory. Of course he was. Yeah. Um, but I like this whole thing where, you know, he is a fucking incredible talent. He's been able to show that out of all for the last few years now. Hopefully, this is just. A small stepping stone for him to be able to get more TV time. Yeah, he's wrestling guys like Tommaso Ciampa, which is showing and proving to not only the fans but Triple H and maybe Vince if he ever watches NXT that he can. Dude, get. all Vince has to do is look at Austin Theory and he'll come in his jeans and be like, "He's a big brother. I'm gonna bring him up." Dude. Yeah, don't 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 ruin Austin Theory. And then like I'm that. gonna feed him to Roman Reigns. Yeah, I was about Dude, to say. Yeah. Then, then he would. Then he'll end up at the next Saudi show against no. Braun Strowman, and fucking get squashed. In the <coughs> yeah. Oh, the Austin Theory gets jacked. I'm gonna feed him to Goldberg. Dude, seriously. Ratings, um, pal. We'll talk about being fed to Goldberg here soon. Oh, brother. <laughs> brother. Uh, anyways, moving along. Killian Dane versus Bronson Reed. I'm gonna go put the pizza away real quick. Yeah. I didn't see that match either because I. It was fun. Yeah. Killian Dane's a brute. Yeah. Killian Dane. Uh, Bronson Reed did have some good offense. Bronson Reed's super sick. Um, and then I guess gave him a Vader bomb. That's cool. I want to see Bronson Reed and Keith Lee have a match. Really bad. I yeah. think that'd be fun. Um, I think he's really good. Two big boys. Just two big boys slapping. I him. mean, uh, Ro- Bronson Reed is the NXT resident thick boy. Dude, he really is, and I think Keith Lee is a pretty thick boy too. So. Yeah. I think they'd have a really good match. I mean, it'll be interesting though because um, with this, it, if anything, it'll be killing Dane. Yeah. Because he beat Bronson. Yeah. But still, um, what else happened on next? Uh, Grizzly Young Vets versus Forgotten Sons. Oh yeah, Forgotten Sons cut some weird promo about being like patriotic. Dude, shout out to America, dude. Best country on earth. Kind of. It was weird. I didn't like it. Um, dude, I might join the military. Dude, Grizzly Young Veterans are very cool. Big fan of James Gibbs, of uh, Zach Gibson. He's very good. He's cutting some of the best promos in the WWE. Shout out to Liverpool for birthing that man, even though 
Dude. Side note, Liverpool lost to Watford today, and I was very fucking bummed. Dude. Um, a bunch of soccer shit. Sorry. I'm, like, the only one that knows about it, but it is what it is. But anyway, um, it was really cool, though. I liked, I liked the Grizzly Young Veterans a lot. I think they're both very good. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. And then up next we have... Oh, yeah, Grizzly Young Vets beat Forgotten Sons. Yeah. So... I mean, good for them because again, this is just pushing NXT UK. Yeah, I, well, they're they're now in NXT. They did a speech like a couple weeks ago saying in NXT UK, saying they're done. Oh. What the Grizzly Young Vets? Yeah. 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 They're on NXT now. yeah. Yep. The NXT needs tag teams. They sure do. Uh, moving along, uh, Charlotte Flair. Well, this is the last segment of the show, which was Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. I didn't like this match. Why is that? This match was like. Like I said before, this match was not an NXT-style match. It was a main roster-style match. Because of that, you could see Charlotte calling the match. It was very slow, very chunky, very, like, set up in comparison to other Bianca Belair matches. Do you think that they need to start working safer I think, to protect Charlotte to go into WrestleMania? I think Bianca Belair... I think Charlotte should be wrestling matches with... I don't think she need to have this match with Bianca Belair. Because I think Bianca Belair is not ready to have a main card-style match. Because she's used to working the NXT style. The matches that she's had with Io Shirai have been that NXT kind of independent, quicker style. With Charlotte, it was slow. It was... Charlotte... And I don't think Charlotte can still work in NXT style. And I think when she was in NXT, it was still like a main roster style. Now, most of these people are even Even that Mania match? Even that triple threat? Yeah, I don't think it was... I think that was still a main roster style. Because I think Becky Lynch wrestles a main roster style where they have these rest holds. They have the, more of these breaks. They call it more on the spot, it seems like, or they at least communicate a lot more. Whereas with other NXT matches, they're fast-paced. They're like, when you see... Like, Candice LeRae is an independent wrestler at the end of the day. Same thing with Io Shirai. They wrestle a different style than WWE, and they go a little quicker. Shotzi. Yeah, they all wrestle They all wrestle a quicker style. Even Shayna Baszler wrestles a quicker style. Even Asuka wrestles a quicker style. Well, if anything, people don't really realize that Shayna Baszler was in the independence for quite a while. Yeah, well, it's like... like she, she transitioned from her MMA career to independence. Yeah. Well, she trained a while. Dude, she was training the Bellas. Yeah. She was training the Bellas. I think she helped Natty on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember her being on an episode of Total Divas. Yeah, well, it's like, that's, like, they wrestle a quick, quicker style. They don't do as much wrestles. And, like, you could see Charlotte calling the match. She fucking wrestled Joey Ryan. Oh, I like Wrestle Circus. Yeah. <laughs> but you could see Charlotte, like, calling the match during the match. And you could see her, like, slowing everything down. That is true. And so, like, but I also that think- match made, made Bianca Belair not look as good. I also think, though, that they need to protect Charlotte for the main event. Oh yeah, I, I totally get that. But what, like, I'm just saying this match, like, as cool as it could have been as far as people having expectations for it, I don't think it was that It cool. could have been somebody else other than Charlotte. Charlotte could have been watching like... I fucking hate you, Bryson. Charlotte could have been watching from, like, ringside. Yeah. And it, it probably could have done just as much as it did having an actual match. Yeah. I agree. I don't, I don't believe Charlotte should be wrestling in the next week. Yeah. Especially her... Sure, is it going to be, you know, pushing uh, NXT up with sure. ratings? Possibly. Charlotte, her there? Charlotte versus Charlotte versus EO could be really cool. Charlotte versus Candice LeRae might be cool. But I also don't think Charlotte can wrestle that fast-paced style that they do. 
and he would look weird. The ratings went down when Charlotte was wrestling. Yeah, so there yeah, you go. They lost like a hundred. We don't. Years. Yeah, so people don't really care to see Charlotte in NXT. Yeah. So if she's in NXT, that's fine. I don't fine. think she's gonna be, dude. I think Rhea Ripley's gonna win. That's yeah. fine. That's what I'm saying. Um, that's fine. But I don't understand this whole like Charlotte being in the main roster and in NXT. Yeah. So if she's gonna be in NXT, just keep her there. If she's gonna be in the main roster, talk about NXT. Or if she's gonna show up in NXT and be in both shows. Don't have her wrestle in NXT. Dude, I think she's leaving after WrestleMania, and I think this is her way of putting somebody over. That's fine. I don't really care for her to be wrestling in NXT, though. They, no, I'm saying it she's... Does, it doesn't serve a purpose. No, I completely agree. I'm saying I think she's leaving. I think she's leaving the WWE. And I think this is her way of putting Rhea over mm-hmm. by losing at WrestleMania. Right, but she's not doing Bianca Belair or anybody else favors by wrestling in an NXT. No, I completely no. agree. No, it was no. just, it was, they tried to make it a ratings pop, but it didn't work. Yeah. You won't see Charlotte in NXT again, I guarantee it. Yeah. She would um, probably show up one more time before WrestleMania, and that's it. All right. That was NXT. Let's move on to Super Showdown. Happen. <sighs> Fuck Super Showdown. A couple things. Started off with them burying AJ Styles to The Undertaker, which sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the kickoff show, which was Viking Raiders and uh, versus Carl and Luke. Yeah. Which Good was uh, Good Brothers winning, which shout-outs to the Good Brothers for actually picking up a win. <laughs> Lord knows they fucking need it. They only win at Saudi Arabia and shit, dude. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't understand It's like that. they won the world's greatest tag team. They won, yeah. That fucking trophy and but shit. But it did... Fuck all for them. Nothing for them. Dude, yeah. These Just things. like the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, dude. It the one thing that... Anybody. The only thing that really helps people in those Saudi shows is Mansoor and uh, Shane. Well, for whatever reason, they decided to do the whole fucking thing with Shane. Shane. Dude. Which was like a full year-long thing of him considering himself the best in the world because speaking, he won that, that trophy. Speaking of Mansoor. Fuck Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah, he's um he's on some like 4chan insult shit. He's like, a yeah. fucking dork. See that that video was like him being a part of like it was like 4chan or or uh, 5chan or something. Yeah, I think like he that. said 4chan in the video and something. Yeah, yeah but he it was, was like mad problematic because I guess he had like uh he he'd apologized for it like years ago or some fuck shit like that. But this video came up again and yeah, like nobody really knew about it. And I guess this this blew up bigger than that last time because nobody knew who he was anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back then, people know who he is now. Crazy how when we were cheering for him on NXT Portland during the pre-show and booing the absolute fuck out of Sam Roberts, that, still that video got pulled up like later that night. Yeah, I think it was either that same night or the next day. No, it was that same night, dude. Because I legit thought it was like him with NXT Portland. Yeah. No, I guess that video is from like 2014 or 2013 or some shit. It's from like a while ago, apparently. Okay. Um, but yeah, still if, problematic. Yeah, still very problematic, and that's not okay. So fuck that sore. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, super showdown. Super showdown. <coughs> uh, the trophy gauntlet match started with r truth and Bobby Lashley. r truth <laughs> pinned Bobby Lashley for some fucking reason. It was from a headbutt. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. Anyways, uh, Andrade came out. Apparently, r truth beats Andrade because. Why the fuck not? Or why... Yeah, I don't know. Because there was no other faces. It was supposed to be... We'll get to it. Well, no, because... Uh, yeah, they bumped heads. Because yeah. Andrade did that, like, spinning... The spinning back... back el- that's right. They the bumped spinning heads. back elbow thing. And then R-Truth fell on him. Yeah, which looks super fucking dusty. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it did not look... It looked rough. It looked very rough. Then AJ um, Styles came out. No, it was uh, Eric Rowan. Eric Rowan, that's right. And then Eric Rowan loses by disqualification for using the ring steps. 
God. Um, because our truth bumped his pet, his pet, or his homie, or whatever is inside of that. You were my friend. Whatever is inside of that cage, I have no fucking clue. Um, and then AJ Styles comes out and then does the calf crusher and beats our truth, yeah. which then leads to AJ Styles being like, "Yo, I uh, won. I won because Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out. His music hit twice." And then it cuts to the backstage where the OC, Rey, the OC is beating the shit out of Rey Mysterio. Um, I wonder if this was pre-recorded. Sure it was. Because yeah. why the fuck would you fly Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio to Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, why the fuck would they fly to Saudi Arabia and then have him not wrestle? Yeah. But anyways, uh, he's beating the shit out of him. And then Cuts next back to AJ Styles, they're talking. And then it cuts, cuts back, back to backstage and the OC's been knocked out. And he's they're being thrown. Yeah. yeah, they're being thrown, and then next thing you know, you see boots, uh, and, the boots and a trench coat. Which everybody pops. Undertaker takes nineteen minutes to walk to the ring. God, nineteen minutes. Yeah, no, I was like, okay, I hope that they give him like the WrestleMania thing where they give him like he's either halfway or more, like three quarters of the way through the ramp, and he just like comes up from under the ramp through that <laughs> yeah. like hydraulic platform. Yeah. That was ten out of ten not the case. Yeah. Unfortunately, like he took for fucking ever. Well, so let's just say this: I went to Costco before Super Showdown because I needed to get some stuff, so I missed literally the first thirty minutes of the Super Showdown. So I missed the whole gauntlet thing. I missed all that until I got to the Undertaker part. I fast forwarded it, and it was nineteen minutes and thirty two seconds long for his fucking entrance. That's insane. And then all he did was choke slam AJ Styles, who once, yeah, who literally had zero, had basically no offense done to him in the last match against our truth. Mm-hmm. He was and fresh. Then, yeah, he was completely fresh, and he jobbed out to one shitty choke slam. Not a tombstone. Not, not a, a last tombstone, ride. Yeah, a shitty choke slam that I don't think has put anybody away since two thousand eight. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Zero out of five stars. Absolute fucking Dude, dog shit. The Super Showdown fucking sucks. Super Showdown was a negative five out of five. It's a bad show. It was a worse than bad show. It was the worst production WWE's put on in the last twenty years. Was it worse than Hell in a Cell? Yeah. It did. Well, none of these Saudi shows are ever good. I know, but this damaged Bray's character more than last time. Well, let's. Yeah. Let's hold on. Yeah, Sorry. we'll go through Spoilers. the we'll go through the card. Uh, moving on was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match with Solid. New Day versus Miz and Morrison. Solid. I would say second best match of the card. Yeah. Um, behind uh, what uh, succeeded them, which yeah. was next. I'm shocked uh, that they put the titles on Miz on Miz and Morrison so quick. Well, they just um, needed to get him off of Kofi, dude. I think it was time. Yeah, I think it's just. And why not? I guess on a quote-unquote pay-per-view in front of 80,000 people. I don't think it was 80,000 people. That venue looked a lot smaller. It did look pretty small. I think time. it may be 30 to 40 yeah. at most. Yeah. Um, yeah, that venue looked really small. There's no, like, second floor. It looked all, like, flat. Yeah, it looked like a flat dome. It was weird. I don't think it sold out. Or quote-unquote sold out. Um... But yeah, I mean, shout out to the Miz and Morrison for winning the titles. Shout out to Morrison for winning a title so quickly after signing. Um, it was fun. Like, it was a decent match. They need to, like, work on a finisher together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I mean, he did the 
Skull Crusher finale. And yeah. But they needed like a tag team finisher. Yeah. No, because uh, so Morrison hit Kingston with a chair. Yeah. And then, no, yeah, it was just a roll up. So he hit, I remember now. So he hit him, uh, Kofi went to the ropes. Uh, Morrison had a chair, hit him in the, in the gut, and then Miz rolled him, Miz up, rolled him right. up, and they won like that. Mm. Which I guess are heels. Which, I, why? Maybe, hopefully, this goes back to Miz, heel Miz. Like, prime 2014, 2015. 2016. Yeah, 2014 to 2016, heel Miz. Like, that, those were probably some of his best years. Same with John Cena, for whatever reason. 2014 was great to John Cena. When he was US. I just want to see the Miz come out rocking the fucking shorts again. That'd be sick. The fucking, the three quarter, like, Caprice. Jinko shorts. Yeah, with the the goddamn gentleman's hat. Yeah. Fucking sponsored by True Religion Jeans. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then moving along was Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo, which for by me... By far the best match on the card. By far the best match of the card. Uh, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it was still a very good match. Uh, granted, uh, Angel Garza beat Carrillo, which is fine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Carrillo's just going to keep losing it until... I feel like he's not going to get that same push where he had those title opportunities. Or, uh, if you can't beat him, join him. Kind of style. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping it's going to be. That could be really cool, too. If you can't beat him, join him. Have the new LWO. Yeah. That could be cool. Well, I mean, just... Bring in Raul Mendoza. Yeah. Yeah. And turn Kalisto heel. That'd be cool. And then what are they going to do with the rest of the Lucha House Party? Lucha House Party. Just have Kalisto turn heel. Dude, have, have we even seen Kalisto on TV? No, I'd actually prefer Grand Metalik. I was going to say either, yeah. uh, either Lince Dorado yeah, or... Lince Dorado. He's... Eh. I'd much rather go with Grand Metalik. Lince Dorado can actually speak English. True. No, they just got to bring up fucking... But uh, an LWO wouldn't need, his, need to all speak English. That is fair, true. They should not speak English at all. Yeah. That is also they a good consideration. They should all speak French. French. <laughs> Fuck off. They didn't... No, they need to bring up... Uh, what's his name? Uh... King Cuerno. King Cuerno. That is very cool. El Hio. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like, like I said, I think it's going to be a if you can't beat him, join him kind of situation. And I think that would be really sick. And it'll just be, it'll be Andrade, Angel Garza, uh, Umberto, and Zelina. Yeah. I want and then, them to all have a gimmick where outside of the ring they don't wear masks, but yeah. when they work in the ring they all wear masks. That'd be cool. Or they wear masks to the entrance and then take them off when they go into the ring. Everybody does that though. Like, like, uh, Andrade, he was doing that in NXT. I think it'd be sick if they took, put on their masks to wrestle. No, but then the whole point is for them to be heels. So the whole, the whole, it should be a disrespectful thing to the mask instead of being a yeah, respectful thing to the mask. Yeah, have you seen Andrade? He's beautiful. It's disrespectful to cover that beautiful face. Same with Angel Garza. Every one of those Hispanic dudes are all fucking gorgeous. Dude, dimples. Like Humberto Carrillo, dude. dude. His <laughs> dimples are the cutest thing ever. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, moving along. Now, Raw Tag Team Champions. Championship match. That was fine. Yeah, uh, Street Profits versus Buddy and Seth. It was nothing special. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was a weaker showing of the Street Profits, personally. But. Oh, yeah, I was very weak, but I mean, it was it's Saudi Arabia. Who cares? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, moving along, uh, your favorite, Drew Dolphin. Dolphin Ziggler versus uh, 
racist Mansoor. Yeah, indeed. <sighs> yeah, whatever. I don't care. Mansoor won. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Mansoor won't have another match for like four months. It's fine. That's like, the only time he's ever winning. No, a they'll match. put him on NXT like this Wednesday just to like yeah pop him. And, and that's, that's it. it. He'll probably get beat up by Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. I think he's showing up in Evolve in a couple weeks. Whatever. I hope he gets fucking absolutely shit on. Yeah, like, it's fucking stupid. I, like, I don't know why, like, I feel like if you're going to have someone who's going to win every time you go to Saudi Arabia, you might as well use the person and put them in storylines. Like, outside of that. Or make a storyline leading up to Saudi Arabia. Or you might as well just make a person who, an actual fucking star. Or, you know, just fire Mansoor. Fire Mansoor and get someone who you actually think could be good. Like, get someone you could actually have some faith in. Get the great colleague and say that he's from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, Mustafa. Mustafa. Yeah, Ali could be sick. Ali could be sick. I'm pretty sure Ali's... He's that hacker gimmick. Yeah, I'm sure he goes... Because it has the, like, the little, like, triangle thing from his, uh... From his hand lasers. Dude, unless they're gonna switch it around and put the one that's been shown on NXT as Ali, and the one on SmackDown as Killer Cross. That'd be cool. And then, after, like, a few months, they end up in the tag team on SmackDown? I don't know. I, I don't think so. You can't be a former cop and then try to be a heel. You're already a dork enough. Well, I mean, it, it is pretty straightforward, though. If you're a cop, you're an automatic heel. Oh, that's true. True. My he bad. Dude, he just goes full uh, big boss full man. Cop. Dude, yeah. He goes full big boss man. Full big Bryson man. Full big Bryson man. Anyway. Um, well, then super short All cops sucks. are Ollie. <laughs> God damn it. Um, and then one of the worst matches of all time, Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Fuck that shit. That this match He's was literally better. Ricochet running at Brock Lesnar to do a drop kick. Brock Lesnar smacks him out of the air. Less than ninety seconds. Hits him with four German suplexes and an F five and hits him. Fucking dumb. Buried Ricochet who literally It's so fucking stupid. It does nothing. Absolutely fucking Ricochet nothing. Ricochet should go back to NXT. Ricochet should go to fucking... Evolve. Evolve. He should go to NXT UK. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck it. Dude, I love Ricochet. This is absolute dog shit. He doesn't deserve this. Yeah. None of us do. We wasted a minute of our time yeah, by watching It's truly bumming me out. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Brock Lesnar should quit the WWE. Nobody cares about Brock Lesnar. The WWE will move forward without Brock Lesnar. Dude, you say the that fans. He, you say that until he hits a fucking Claymore kick at WrestleMania. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar hits a fucking Claymore kick. Dude, he. I better. He, I, he, I hope he does like an inside out bump when he gets hit with the Claymore dude, at WrestleMania. Until, dude, until Brock Lesnar brings back the fucking. Um, shooting Star Press. Shooting Star Press. And I hope he lands straight on his fucking head this time. Dude, yes. I want Drew McIntyre to claim, Claymore Brock so hard that he breaks his neck. Dude, I hope that Brock Lesnar does a shooting Star Press and fucking. And then McIntyre does a Claymore kick midair. I want him to gnarly. I want him to take a page out of God Baby Gone and fucking just take a neck bump and just snap his neck. Jesus. Um, but yeah, whatever. I fucking it was stupid. Dog it shit pissed mass. me off. It was bullshit. Yeah. Then did we have the women's match? No, it was uh, Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Another in a, bullshit match. In a cage. It was literally ten care. minutes of Baron trying to escape. Samoan drop. Samoan drop. Samoan drop. Roman attempted sucks. spear. Attempted spear. Wrap chain around his fist. Superman punch done. Roman sucks. It was that. Corbin fucking sucks. It's Corbin that's tearing that those matches down, dude. 
Roman can work when he's put with the right person. I know, but once we talk about Friday's event, I'm going to say Roman fucking sucks. <laughs> but that was dumb. Yeah, and then it was uh, the women's match. Terrible. Which was Bailey versus Naomi. Naomi's solid. Bailey sucks. Yeah. Sorry, genuine wrestle boys. Bailey sucks. There's nothing you can do to convince her. She's me not otherwise. that great. She's she doesn't have a personality. She can't be mean. Mm-hmm. She's not. I'm sorry. She can't cut a heel promo to save her fucking life. Yeah. I don't think she has a bad bone in her body. <laughs> quite literally. Yeah, she just comes off as trying too hard when she tries to cut a heel promo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not her. She is yeah. not a bad person. She can't. She can't find that inside of her. And it, it, you can tell on TV mm-hmm. while well, she's just, cutting promo. It's so stupid that they have her as a face, or here as a heel, and Lacey Evans as a face. Lacey Evans is a natural heel. She's a natural she's a piece bootlicker. of shit. Yeah, I was about to say, she's, she's a, a natural bootlicker. She's a pro-military dork. She's pro-Trump. She fucking sucks. She should be shot into the space. No. Her li- no. her daughter should be punched in the face repeatedly. No, right. no that's not. I'm just kidding. Yeah, her least... daughter should be placed in a nice family. But Lacey Evans should be shot into the sun. God. I don't care. Fuck her. Um, but yeah, Bailey beat Naomi. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I want Brock Lesnar and Lacey Evans to become a power couple on Raw. God. <laughs> Jesus. The ultimate fucking heels. Exactly. Right. Now, last match. Last, but certainly least. Very the least. thing I have the most to say. <laughs> the Drew most is currently to say the shortest yeah, match. Cr- Drew has currently taken a hiatus of speaking for the last like Dude, 10 minutes just I'm so he pretty, can save up I'm his pretty. fucking energy. Also, to let's talk, talk about, about how Drew McIntyre is. They're gonna headline WrestleMania, yet he wasn't on the show. That's fine. Keep yeah. him the fuck away from the show. Ricochet should have stayed away too. Yeah. Dude, honestly, what they should have done is put Ricochet in the gauntlet match and have him get beat up. Blah, blah, blah. They should have done the Undertaker thing tomorrow or on Raw, whatever. They should have saved that. And then they should have just had Ricochet or R Truth get beat by Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That's Brock fine. Brock and R Truth want to work together, and this would have saved Ricochet from getting fucking buried. Yep. Yeah, because this really wouldn't do anything for Archer. This killed Ricochet's stock. Yeah. He probably will be on Raw two more times before WrestleMania. Ricochet yeah. could have been on the Gauntlet match instead of the. Instead yeah, that's of what I'm saying. He should have taken Archer's spot. Yeah. They, they should have split spots. The only thing that, Rick, that can be done for Ricochet right now is to have him win Money in the Bank. Yeah. Which it. is what? After me? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's right before SummerSlam. Anyway, let's talk about the next thing. The Friend. As uh, somebody, uh, a fan on Twitter posted that picture of the, the friend Bray Wyatt. The, the friend Bray Wyatt. The friend Bray Wyatt. Versus Goldberg. Goldberg. Okay. Uh, this was fucking nonsense. Go on, Drew. I understand. Talk your shit. I understand that Roman Reigns versus Still the Goldberg. Jesus. I understand Roman Reigns versus Goldberg is a draw. As far as common fans go... More people know who Roman who Goldberg is than knowing who the Fiend is. I totally get that. That being said, this fucking storyline has been going on for six months. Bray Wyatt has built up this character over probably eight months, I'd say, Something when the first like Firefly that. Funhouse came out. Yeah. It did not have to be the Fiend to lose to Goldberg, especially in the way that it happened. It ruins this entire storyline. Bray Wyatt was the one who cut the promo. It should have just been Bray Wyatt who did it. Or Bray Wyatt should have made it very clear at the beginning that the Fiend doesn't want Goldberg. Because then if he would have said something like that, you could have maintained the Fiend being a scary guy and losing because he just doesn't care. That would have made more sense. It's fucking bullshit. 
Also, I want Goldberg's face stretched out on a fiend uh, belt. Trevor Trope. Yep. Custom made. Custom made. Seven thousand dollars. As long as they make WWE the like, said, as long as they make the actual belt like barbed wire. WWE said fuck you to any fan who paid like two hundred dollars for that belt. No, dude, it was custom. It was like limited edition. It was six thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, they said fuck you to that because pretty of the, much. Yeah. Now it's never gonna be seen again ever. Yeah. Fucking stupid. <laughs> um, it's a collector's what? item, dude. It's a fucking. It's fucking rare. Dude. I I get it. Merch swap. Also, wrestling merch swap. The only thing get your gonna, heart out. The only thing that's gonna make this feud fun is watching how quick the t- crowd will turn on Roman Reigns. Yeah. Which moving into Monday Night Raw, the first thing was you mean uh, Friday, I mean, Night Sma- Friday Night Smackdown. First thing was Goldberg came out, cut a promo saying who's next because he can't fucking do anything. Goldberg was never very good. No. Goldberg is not known Goldberg's for, good at what he does. Goldberg is known for being booked well. Yeah. Ro- Goldberg himself will never put on a five-star match. No. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg did not need the fucking title. No. Also, Roman Reigns came out and he said, I'm next. Then the crowd booed. The crowd booed and the crowd said, you both suck. Yeah. Understand that the WWE really putting don't. the title on Roman is going to ruin, ruin Roman. The problem is that they're really trying to pick and choose their spot of like when they can come back with Roman. Yeah. The problem is nobody wants him to come back in well, the title picture. No, it could have been different, but the last three months he's been doing this bullshit stupid angle with Baron Corbin. That yeah. is true. That has hurt his stock way more than anything else. He's been working a stupid feud with a shitty fucking worker. Roman Reigns needs to turn heel. Roman Reigns needs to do something. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do in that situation? Who's going to be the heel? They don't Goldberg? even need to turn him heel. They just need to turn him into what he was when he was beating up Buddy Murphy. Yeah, a tweener. When he's just a badass kicking ass. That's what he's good at. Yeah. He's not that great at talking. He's good at getting results. Like right before he uh, left for his uh, like medical leave? No, it was when no, he came right back. Because it's when he got hit by the car. Oh, right. And it was it was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, but it ended up being whatever it was. Was Rowan. It Rowan, yeah. Rowan, yeah. No, it was... He, well, he got hit by the car, and then the whole, like, the stage collapsing on him, and then they found the footage or whatever. And yeah, and it was just a stupid angle, but he doesn't need to be, like, a full-on heel. Yeah. He just needs to be an ass-kicker that doesn't talk... That doesn't... Or he that, needs to stay the fuck away from Or that from time... Matches. Yeah, or that, or that feud that he had with Cena. Yeah. Just, he needs just to stay talk, away from gimmick matches. Let him talk his shit. Tell, tell everybody how good apparently he thinks he is and how much he deserves to be in that spot. And if anybody else disagrees with him, he beats him up. Yeah, he yeah. beats him up. Exactly. And he tells and everybody to fuck off and to suck be. his dick. That's how his character should be. Mm-hmm. All the way down the line. But no, he's this, I'm next. Blah, blah, blah. I just get a, you eat dog poop. <laughs> no, you eat dog yeah. food. <laughs> no, it's stupid. He needs yeah. to be portrayed as an actual fucking fighter, not a little character. Yeah. And not then, a dumb shit comedic. Relief bullshit. And then it was uh, Bailey and Sasha versus Naomi Stupid. and Lacey Evans. Whatever. Bad match. Lacey Evans is so bad. Stupid. Uh, my dad, me and my dad were watching this match together because he came to in and watched it. And I was like, Dad, Lacey Evans sucks. Watch. She's going to fuck something up. And this is right as Naomi and uh, Lacey did the like double tope. Yeah. And Lacey caught the top of the rope and fucking stumbled and fell. Yeah. <laughs> my dad's like, she's not very good, is she? And I was like, nope, she's not. Yeah. Um, apparently a sunset flip is a finisher. Uh, so that's what exactly what finished the match. Ugh. Naomi beating Bailey on a sunset flip. Gross. Fucking stupid. Um, moving on. Uh, Kofi versus Robert Roode. 
Yeah, um, this is a random match, yeah. which is, I mean, it's whatever. Not every every show has kind of like a whatever match. Kofi has fallen very far from where he was last year. Yeah, Kofi Mania is dead, buried, and fucking put down the same river as fucking my hopes and dreams. For well, all this life. thanks to uh, the Brick himself, Bork, Bork, Bork Laser, Bork Laser. Somehow, this is all Xavier Woods' fault. Fuck him, he blocked me. No, dude, don't talk shit about Yeah, because then, uh, you know, Rude did the dirty tactics, got Big E kicked out of the ring, or kicked out of the match. Um, And then... Speaking of Big E, I really want to see Big E and Bronson Reed fight and just slap man meat. That would be legit. I could see that working. That'd be really cool. But you also want Big E to have a different finisher. So, I wonder what his finisher would be in that case. Anything but anything, anything but the big, but the big ending. Yeah, anyway. fair enough. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, who won that match? Uh, Ziggler. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, won. Well, I mean, technically, Ziggler. Robert Roode. Yeah, Ziggler helped Robert Roode. Yeah. Bobby yeah. Roode. Now I guess he's back know. to Bobby Roode. Whatever. Is he? Yeah. Oh fuck. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, contract signing, another one apparently. Yeah, yeah this one so was actually this one's actually cool though. Because Shinsuke we saw, and Braun. We saw Sami Zayn do the first move in over two years. Yeah. Sami Zayn threw Tamagoye? No. Mm. He threw like a kick. The Haluba kick? I think he threw a Haluba kick. Yeah. Anyway, what's gonna happen in elimination elimination chamber is it's gonna be <laughs> Braun Strowman. It's gonna be Braun Strowman versus Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Sami. So it's a handicap. Yeah. Three on one handicap for the title. For the title. So who? So whoever pins him wins. I think they're setting up for Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. That'll be cool. Oh my god! Didn't we already go through this fucking feud like two years yeah, ago? Yeah, but I think like if Sami Zayn wins and having Sami Zayn actually wrestle again, it'll be fun. Yeah, but I'm they they had this feud where uh, Sami Zayn was like the underdog, like yeah. you can't beat me, like you can't take me down. I'll always just come back up and like yeah. whatever. They did this forever ago. That was reversed, though, because yeah. Sammy's the heel and Braun's the face. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm so over Braun Strowman. I want him to retire like well, yesterday. I'm just happy that Sammy's going to do something. Oh, we'll see. Fucking time. Yeah, toy. I'm interested to see what Cesaro's going to wear this time. I think he's got a different outfit every week. I think what might happen is they might win, and then Sammy Zayn might hold the title. I just want Cesaro time. to win it, dude. Just give it to Cesaro. Yeah. Then turn Cesaro face and just murder Shinsuke and Sammy. Ooh, that'd be a cool feud. Anyway, okay, so uh, they signed the contract. Along. This was the second contract signing of this week. I don't really care about it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, also, they announced they're going to have tag team elimination chamber. I'm fine. excited just because I want this to set up Otis kills Dolph. It's not going to happen. So I there's want, no reason for you to be excited. I want Otis to like get in the ring one on one with Dolph Ziggler and just fucking Dude, kill him. The last tag team elimination chamber match was bad. Yeah, I know, but I want it was bad. I want Otis to sneak a freaking sledgehammer in the match. Dude, they don't care about Otis. That's not going to happen. I know, but they Otis, care about this Mandy Rhodes dude. I want them to do something. It's Otis insane. is here to make us laugh because he's dumb. It's, ho-ho, look at the dumb fatty, ho That's literally is, what he's here for. This is where Otis becomes the next Steve Austin. <laughs> Otis needs to hit Dolph Ziggler with his stunner, dude. Kevin Owens does the stunner. They can't do that. Dude, I don't care. Otis That's, should just die. Otis should, like, grab Dolph Ziggler's face. He should put his hair in a knot through the chain link fence. Every bad worker in the WWE should just get fired. Otis is fine. Otis is a terrible worker. He's fine. He's fat, he's rotund, and he can't do anything. He's he fine. can do the worm. That's all he can do. 
He's fun. Tucker Max's art, Tucker. Tucker Knight is almost as worthless. Yeah, Tucker Knight's not right. He can do a nice, um, like, whatever their that role, like fine. that jumping roll yeah. over somebody. I like their finisher. I think it's sick. The trash impact it's dumb. It's cool. It's, no, it's it's absolutely dumb. It's, it's stupid, cool. dude. It's cool. It's stupid. You like you like bad stuff, and you should. No, he's bad. just dude. dude he's like popping Otis. you, dude. He's working you. I know, dude. Shoot, dude. Otis is my Otis is one of my favorite wrestlers, dude. Honestly, PWI Insiders number one wrestler is gonna be Otis next year. <laughs> Anyways, let's get through this. Anyway, um, <laughs> getting big mad. It is late at night. No, it's not. SmackDown was for me. Yeah. Is. Anyways, uh, Daniel Bryan versus <laughs> Curtis Axel. It this is fine. fun. I'm excited for Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan. So that's what it's building up for. Yeah, because he's be cool. in commentary and actually. That wasn't too bad. He's in commentary because he's saying he could train anyone to beat Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan's gotten soft. But so far, he hasn't found anyone to beat him. But he was saying that Curtis Axel almost got him twice. And so he's saying, like, what he's doing is he's finding a random wrestler. I want him to well, he it. did Heath last week. Yeah. He's and talking then, to him for like an hour and he's telling him how to beat Daniel Bryan because he says he's got him figured out. I want it to be Orny Lorcan next week. That'd be cool. And then I want it to be Timothy Thatcher. Ooh. He brings in Timothy Thatcher. I found the man to beat you, and Timothy Thatcher just fucking socks Daniel Bryan in the face. <laughs> fucking destroys him. PWG just fucking punches him directly in the head. Just fucking yeet. Dude, yes. Anyway. But, yeah, anyways, uh, Daniel Bryan won a fucking of course. course. Uh, then the Usos versus Miz and Morrison. It was fine. They have a new finisher. He, apparently the Usos like doing a Canadian Destroyer now, which is fit, which is whatever. Also, why the fuck did... You have your tag team champions who just won lose lose to the Usos. That was stupid. Well, yeah, because they're they're doing the elimination chamber match things. So. But they still shouldn't have lost. They literally won two days before that. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Or the day before that. Yeah, it's stupid. literally it was yeah. bad booking. There's no reason for them not to win. Right after that, just fucking stupid. Yeah, unless they're gonna build a faction with. Brother. They're not gonna build factions. Vince McMahon hates them. Unless they're gonna do the Brotherhood for real though. They, won't. they need Roman and they need Seth in different factions so that way they can forget about Dean Ambrose, ideally. AKA John Moxley, I think. Speaking of John Moxley, that was the end of Raw. No. No, no. Smackdown? John Cena. Smackdown. John Cena. Oh, fuck. John, John Cena, Cena came, came out. out. He said, I'm back. Yeah, he said, I'm back, but I don't need to wrestle at WrestleMania. I don't need to keep my spot to somebody else. Blah, blah, blah. Then as he was leaving, the lights went out. The feed came up, pointed to the WrestleMania sign. I did. Yep. Stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. It was an episode of Everything Smackdown. that about The Fiend is being stripped away. Smackdown He's a sucks. monster, yet yeah, he's pointing at a WrestleMania sign. Ooh, psychology. Fucking stupid. Smackdown sucks. Smackdown sucks. <laughs> Fuck Smackdown. It's rough. It's, yeah. it's rough. a fucking rough watch. It's in a very rough spot right now. All right. It's moved to Fox. was a bad idea. Today is Saturday. That means it was AEW Revolution. Let's talk about it. <sighs> it was pre show. We doing pre show? Pre show. SCU versus, versus the Dark, Dark Order. Order. It was a fun match. It was a good match. I'm pissed off. No exalted one. Fuck it. Let's move on. Yeah, that sucked. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy at the end Cole Cabana coming out. Cole Cabana was sick. It was a little unnecessary. It was a cheap pop. Yeah. Yeah, they, they were like, ooh, this is the exalted one? And yeah, then sure a, enough, it was like. It was a cheap pop, and then Christopher Daniels came out wearing a robe. Everybody thought he was the exalted one. Yeah. He jumped them. SCU beat everybody up and stood tall. Cole Cabana. <laughs> And that's how they opened the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because SCU won, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did SCU won or did Dark Order mm-hmm. win? Dark Order won. Oh, yeah, Dark Order Dark Order won, but they beat them down and then... Yeah. Oh, yeah, SCU and then that's when the whole... Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then the first match on the card was... Dustin. Dustin and Jack Jake Hager. Jake Hager. 
fucking. Jr. called Jake Hager Jack Swagger on commentary, and Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone was like, "Dude, no. Jack Hager, no. yeah, no, Jake you, Hager." No, you say his name, Tony Schiavone. That's funny. Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone is his name. Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. Anyway, no. Um, Tony Schiavone was pissed, and you could just tell. Yeah, it was. It was a bad match. It was a bad match. Like Jake Hager looked rough. Yeah. Um, he should not be wrestling. Go back also, to MMA. He kept, he kept kissing his wife like repeatedly. And, like, also, yeah. I mean, his wife dude, he just wants to be Brock Lesnar, dude. He's dating, he's dating somebody that looks like she's eighty-five. It's just weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> At least Brock Lesnar married a former wrestler. <laughs> I mean, if you want to consider Sable a wrestler, she was a wrestler. Barely. She healed her ex-husband's career by powerbombing him. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, back when she was actually Jake, like buff. Yeah. Jake Hager won. Um, spoiler. With a stupid rear naked choke, really it's dumb. Fucking dumb. Honestly, Jake Hager shouldn't be in the dark cir- inner circle. Um, it should just be Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. I agree. Jeff Cobb's sicker. You know, somebody who can actually wrestle? Yeah. Jeff Cobb's better. Um, fuck Jake Hager. Also, someone who's not a big Trump supporter. True. Um, Dude, but Jake Hager and Jack uh, Orange Cassidy are friends in real life, and that bumps me out. Really? Oh, no. Anyway. Hate um, to see it. Up next, we had... Um, Tag match, wasn't it? No, no, no. No, it no. was the... Was it the women's? No, it wasn't the women's match. No, it was... Uh, was it? God damn it. Was it Darby and Sammy? Yeah, it was yeah. Darby and Sammy. Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. Interesting way to start the match. It was really cool. Which, you know, Sammy came out, did his entrance, whatever. And then Darby came out. And dumb. And With straight a up just, skateboard that said Sammy on it. Yeah, on, on the grip tape. Yeah. And then he comes in, just runs. Because Sammy's outside in, like, near the corner Pulls area in. outside. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Darby's like... Yeet, he does the little lope that he does yeah. in between the first and second rows. His dive is really good. Um, and just, just fucking, fucking he throws it forward. hard. It yeah. looks good. Also, they just kept going. The match technically didn't even start yet because they didn't ring the bell. It went for like five full minutes. Yeah, and then they did the Sammy whatever hit, spot outside. Sammy oh yeah, the table spot really with the 630. Cool 630 onto a table. It looked really good. Sammy's actually pretty good. I mean, he could do a 630. He's kind of a dork. Like, as far as, like, the fact that he's a YouTube he's blogger. He's fine. He's kind of a dork. He's nothing special. I think he's he's pretty good. He's good, but he's nothing special. Yeah. He's just another flippy guy. He's not a great character. He's kind of just... I mean, dork. he's kind of coming to his own. Like, it, it's kind of funny doing, like, the picture-in-picture stuff that he does with, like, the, the cards. I well, yeah, I think he's getting to a point where he's actually developing a character. I hope yeah. Chris Jericho fucking somehow rubs off on him. <laughs> yeah. Jericho probably rubs off on him all the time. Oh, God. Um, God damn you. The end of this match ended up with uh, Darby Coffee Allen down. doing some really cool shit at the end. Super quick sequence. Yeah, uh, that fucking like comeback was wild. And they did this pretty cool, like pretty cool, good cough, coffin drop for the first time. Um, got the pin. It was cool. Yeah. Um, and did then, Santana Ortiz come out at the end of this match? Or no? no, it was Jake Hager. Jake Hager. He Jake. came out just kind of like pull him out. Because yeah. Sammy or uh, Darby Allen set him up. On oh, the ropes to yeah. hit him with his skateboard. Skateboard, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jake Hager pulled her on a harm's way. Yeah. Fuck the next Jake up Hager. we had... The tag team? No. Neither Rose? Yeah. No, was it, it tag- was the tag match. Yeah. It was That's tag- right, because neither Rose had a follow that match and the crowd was fucking dead. Yes. This tag match was, was a New Japan tag match. beautiful. It was a Bucks... This was a PWG tag match, bro. It was a Bucks Bullet Club tag match. Yeah, because was- they were wrestling like heels... That was fucking awesome. This was the be- 
probably it was the it, best. It was match the best match in the. Card. Oh, by far, a hundred percent. By far, it was the Bucks' best match since being AW. No, this yeah, this was the Bucks. But this was both teams' best match. It was incredible. Actually, I would actually say that the latter match was still better. I think this match was better because I like. Mm, the, oh man, that's a tough one. To the, it was a very tough one, but, but yeah, it was so good. I would Hang say this I'd have is, to rewatch both of them. This may be decision. the best tag match that Omega and Hangman will have. Yeah, no doubt. Hangman and first of all, we all thought Hangman and Kenny would be heels. We expected it. The way they the, kind of. Did turned it. it. Yeah, it was cool. Like, well, the Bucks were getting booed out of the building. Well, and... Hangman, Hangman wanted to start. He was getting mad at Kenny because Kenny said, "I'm gonna start first. Kenny was clearly the one that was like a little calmer. Um, and then Nick started also, and Nick seemed to be the one that was calmer on that team too. Mm-hmm. Um, they both started the match, and then Hangman came out, just spit in Matt's face, kind of just started this like aggressive style, started giving really hard chops. This match was stiff. This match was really stiff. Pretty stiff. Um, some really cool spots as far as... Um, well, I mean, one of the cool spots is... Um, Hangman. Oh, no, the, the golden. The golden trigger. Um, the Bucks hit Kenny with a golden trigger. He kicked out at one. <laughs> and got fucking pissed. Um, it was really cool. He hulked up, brother. Yeah, he yeah. hulked up. Also, Hangman Page hitting a one-wing angel was it's so, so fucking cool. He hit. He slammed it down. And then the he looked match, good doing it. He looked yeah. really good doing it. It looked the, solid. The match ended with Hangman hitting a buckshot Larry and picking up the pin. Hangman came out of this looking like a fucking star. Oh yeah, dude, he's a stud. He should For be sure. hopefully after this tag team feud, either he's probably gonna end up feuding with Omega because they kind of teased. They um, need a mid card title, dude. That's all there is to they it. They teased. They There's teased Hangman, you know, turning on Kenny because he was kind of. Card. Yeah, he. You think he could go main card? I think he could. Yeah. He already had the match with Jericho the first time. I think he could come back, and I mean, I think now that he's actually establishing himself as a hell of a worker, as some well, and somebody that's distancing distancing themselves away from the uh, elite and shit. I think within, I think his character is strong enough that he could take the title from Mox. I think he could take the title in three months and be fine. I honestly think that Hangman, because of everything he's done with his whole drunken character, everything he's doing with with Cody, with um. Kenny, everything. At the end of that match, you thought that one of them was going to turn. And it was very cool. No, if anything, it was most likely going to be uh, Hangman. Especially the way he hung out outside the ropes. I mean, mean when you saw the Elite standing there and Hangman was getting up and turning. Oh, that is true. When they were standing, it looked like they were going to super kick. They were all ready to go. It looked like they were ready to go. I know, dude. I was pot. Like, you guys saw me. I was on my edge of my seat. I was like, oh, shit. And then then (laughs) Hangman was standing out on the back outside. Like, he was grabbing the the ropes like he does the So, like, you know something cool is going to happen. But... The timing is going to be very important, and I think AEW should hold off on it because you know that NXT is going to have the browser weight split up, and you know that Pete Dunne is going to smash some fucking toes. Oh, yeah, you know Pete Dunne. Peter Unless Dunne they try to do a fucking murder. twist and like try to make Matt Riddle a heel, which will be kind of weird. Because he doesn't Matt really know how to... He's a stoner, dude. He's, he's too, too nice. He's too, like, anyway, yeah. you know? But, yeah. Um, bro, you but, look like a fucking dickhead, bro. But that was match nice of the night. Nice bro hammer, bro. That was match of the night. I honestly think... Oh, by far. Dave Meltzer's going to give that five stars. Five and a half. Five and a half. Has Omega in it. It's always going to be five and a half. That's true. <laughs> and the Bucks, And the Bucks. Dude. He loves the Bucks. And the, yeah. That's true. This will be. I think Hangman versus uh, Omega is going to be dope. This will be Hangman's first uh, five star, I think. Yeah. Yeah, probably. 
Um, I'll be in, I'll be curious to see why he wouldn't get up next. Five. We had probably the match that I did not like the most. Well, second most. I did not like Jack Sweat, Jake Hager, and uh, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. But this match was close second. It was not very good. Nyla Rose is not very strong. It was no, Nyla Rose rough. versus. She's um, not good. Well, she's she is not a good wrestler. No. I'm sorry. She does she, a couple of really cool things. The pop up little good. like the pop up kind of power sit out power bomb that she does. That's was, sick. That was cool. The like King Kong knee drop she does when the opponent's like across the ropes is sick. Other than that, she sucks. She cannot run ropes very well. No, she's she's not. Uh, she's quite literally not as strong as people make her out to be. No, like Chris Statlander is stronger. Yeah. yeah, there were some spots where the ref had to kind of help Chris Statlander up. Yeah. A bit. Well, because the finish was at like Avalanche uh, Beast Bomb. Yeah, Kat, like Nyla Rose is kind of green. Yeah. She hasn't been wrestling for very long. Um, yeah, and she kind of sucks. I didn't like the match that much. No, me neither. I, I really like Chris Statlander. Like, I, like I posted on Twitter. Chris Statlander needs to go to a chiropractor for how much he's been carrying that match. Yeah. True. Um, Chris so Statlander yeah. came out looking great. And then Did after, she, though? <laughs> I mean, after this how match, can you look great after that match? Yeah. Especially, here's the thing. The, the position of the match was unfortunate for whatever. You know, <laughs> it, it happens. But not only that, but goddamn Nyla Rose trying to have a, a good match is not going to happen. Yeah. True. And then after this match, we had um, MJF and Cody Rhodes... It was fine. It was yeah. okay. It was a good match. It was a good. Match. I think it had a really cool story. I mean, I think the whole, like, working at WWE same style kind of hurts AW at the same time because, like, these pay per views are so explosive and so <laughs> good, and to have like the emotion fueled match that close to the like main main event, yeah, it kills the crowd, dude. I also feel like the main event being a WWE style match. Yeah, I think replacing. Cody Rhodes and MJF with the Bucks and Hangman Page would have been better. I think they should have closed the show with that match. Yeah. With MJF? No. Or with the tag Bucks. match? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean... I know that why they needed it for Jericho and Moxley because that was the main storyline, but the Bucks and Omega, that was the best match of the night. Yeah, yeah. but you can't, you can't make a card and be like, this is going to be the best match of the night. Yes, of course it has the Bucks and it has Kenny Omega. And Hangman Page is right. now proving himself AW, to be a, but a AW, hell of a performer. As when well. they talked about when they when they were talking about it, they said they wanted to make the tag team also a main focus. Yeah. So ideally, with that ideology behind them, why couldn't the tag match close out the show? If everything's supposed to be on equal footing, why couldn't a women's match or a tag match close out the show? Mm-hmm. Because all supposed this to be on feud, equal uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, the feud for the women's match. Well, I know, I know, I don't, I don't trust that. But trust me, I know that. Because that sucked. But the Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman, I think that had just as much emotion emotion to it than mm-hmm. Mox and Jericho. Especially I think it's actually a better story because it's something that's been happening for the last four years. Yeah. They've been the elite for the last four years. Yeah. They've been Bullet Club for the last four years. Yeah. I mean longer than Bullet Club. Well, Adam Page. Because he didn't join until 2016. I guess yeah, four years. You're right. So <laughs> like four or five, roughly. Yeah. So it's so it's been building, and so this had the most emotion to it. This had the most, the best work in it. This had. I think this was a match that ideally should have headlined. I think the thing is the that crowd still was the hottest for it. They're still going the traditional route where the heavyweight title match is going to be the but, main event. Like I said, they if they want to talk about all this shit being on equal footing, they need to back up what they say. Because if they don't, they're just going to become the WWE or TNA in the next two years. They maybe underestimated the level of the feud that they had with the tag match. True. Yeah. But 
with them being EVPs, they should know. They should know how they work together. This isn't the first time they've worked against Kenny Omega and somebody else, dude. This is a retreading of what they did with the Golden Lovers. Except instead of it being a reunion, it's a first-time union. It's a retreading of the same stuff. The Bucks and Cody and Omega need to stop being so fucking generous and putting over other people over themselves. It's their goddamn company. They need to start changing stuff if they want to be looked at as a serious contender ever. Because right now, as far as I'm concerned, MLW is a better product than AEW. That's a fucking hot take. Yeah. That is a big hot take. MLW, I think, has better direction. AEW doesn't have fucking writers, dude. It's all everybody doing what they want. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Right now, there's too many cooks. And this is all proof of that. Well, it's like having too many and not at not any at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's pure. It's, chaos. it's having it's having a bunch of cooks and no chefs. Yeah. But yeah. That being said, pure chaos. It's it's all I sous still, chefs. Yeah. I still thought this pay per view was better than any WWE. I know. I completely agree. The quality. Well, as far as like else, main so, show, yeah. main card, main card pay per views, yes. Yeah. NXT. So, like, I, I would say like, NXT takeover Portland was still a bit stronger. Yeah. Than yeah. This. I'm saying I'm saying main card. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because like I don't but, compare. Like I said, I don't compare. AEW with NXT. Raw. I compare AEW with Raw or SmackDown. Right. Because it is, like, that level of, of course, a show. But so, like, this pay-per-view, though, like, even though you can say, like, MLW has better direction, this pay-per-view and what they've taken this to is still better. Like, yeah, yeah sure, they made a wrong decision as far as, like, putting the tag team titles potentially as the main card title. That being said, the feud that they had between Moxley and Jericho was the main card feud. No, I understand that, but, like I said... If they want to take the narrative that they're going to push women's wrestling, that they're yeah. going to make tag team yeah. wrestling irrelevant, they need to live up to these claims and not follow the same generic standard as every other wrestling promotion. I still, That's boring. I still think there's time for them to do it. I, I understand that they've only been around for... Less than a year. Five months, six months. What's this? Six this months. October. Yeah. This is their what? Third pay-per-view? October. Yeah. yeah. Fourth, technically. I mean, if you want to call, like, the... like All in. All in. Since, since all getting out. on actual TV. This yeah. This is their so third pay-per-view. Their third pay-per-view. But even still, they made these claims and they made a huge showing about it. And so if they they need to make that a focus. But... If they... If, no, but you listen to my position. If they would have come out last January or last January and said, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to change things, but we need to go by the books first. That's fine. Take all the time in the world you want. But when Tony Khan, Cody Cody Rhodes, and Kenny Omega come out and say that right off the bat, tag team and women's wrestling are going to matter, that's fucking horseshit. Well, no, because as long as you have Chris Jericho holding on to the title and you want the most possible eyes on your product as possible, you cannot have the Bucks and Omega headlining a show. I understand that, but out, they can still out. build up the tag team to be actually credible. Yeah. Well, to be think, actually something that could headline over I think, Jericho. I think a match because, like this establishes that, though. Right. I, I, I understand that. And I'm not saying that it should have headlined tonight, but I'm saying a tag match like that should headline over Jericho and Omega. Yeah. Or Jericho Moxley. Whatever. Jericho Moxley. I'm tired. Yeah, I mean... Jericho Moxley, but the still. Future, I think that's more likely to happen, but I think as long as Jericho had that title, they couldn't have done that. I just think AEW is making a lot of promises that they're not keeping. They're pushing ex-WWE guys. I get it. John Moxley is the freedom released to John Moxley, but he's still an ex-WWE guy. He was there for seven years, or eight years. Yeah. 
Jericho was a WWE guy. He was there for fucking eight years. SCU, the original tag titles, they're not a new team. They're not following any... They're not doing anything groundbreaking. They're not doing anything innovative. They're doing the same formulaic stuff that WWE is, just in a different way. There's not The most groundbreaking thing they have is Nyla Rose being the transgender champion. That's the most groundbreaking thing they have. Other than that, AEW is TNA circa 2005 right now. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but they also have like five-star matches like AJ Styles and Samoa And that's great. And that's great. I'm just saying that I want to see... I mean, at least the WWE gave us a women's championship match as a headliner at WrestleMania last year. Yeah, but this is also the second person to hold a women's title. I understand that. I'm not. No, I'm not talking about the women's title right now. Okay, I'm, I'm just talking about innovation. He's just talking about like innovation and overall yeah. changing. Whereas yeah, they gave us the women's championship match at the, for the headline WrestleMania. AEW hasn't given us that yet. Yeah. When they're but they're but they're the ones who came out of. The, my problem is that they came out the gate swinging. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. Yeah. So if are you they saying that they they promised too much too, too early? Soon. Yes. Yeah. If they yeah. would have. If they would have played by the books for the first year, playing it safe, and then became a little bit innovative, started thinking outside the box, that's different. My issue with AEW is that they said, we're going to change everything up, we're going to do everything differently, blah, blah, blah. They haven't done shit. Yeah. And I get it, it's early on, but don't make promises that you're not going to deliver on right off the bat. Just like Cody Cody Rhodes coming out and saying, oh, I overestimated what I said. There's not 50% more of the roster that you haven't seen yet. I don't know how to do math. There's like 15% more. It's bullshit claims, dude. Yeah. It's them trying to make themselves bigger than they are. Yeah. And it's them taking shots at WWE whenever they can, which I think is bullshit. Yeah. I think it's obnoxious. I think it's childish. Makes sense. If they, they, if they want to be better than the WWE, prove it by putting on the best matches possible. Yeah. Don't do it by taking shots like Cody Rhodes hitting a chair, mm-hmm. a throne with a fucking iron cross on it. Don't have them fucking petty ass uh, pot come out weighing at 206 pounds. Don't take cheap shots. Just be the better product by being the better product. Yeah. Sorry. My rant's over. But... Other than that, I think AEW is a fantastic product. I think they're great because they are a lot more open to the diverse talents and people that would have never gotten a shot in WWE, like the Dark Order, like somebody like Michael Nakazawa, somebody like Adam Page, who probably would have had a work developmental for five years before anything. Yeah. AEW is great at doing that, but at the same time, they not, need to stop bringing in shitty workers. They need to stop bringing in guys like Dr. Luther. They need to stop... <sighs> they need to get writers. They need to figure out a creative direction. Mm-hmm. They can't have everybody just doing what they want because it's all going to fucking become a clusterfuck like WCW 2001 was. Yeah. Well... Very quickly. Cody and MJF, though, was a good match. It was fine. I liked seeing... Um, Cody was going to throw a kick at Wardlow. Wardlow dodged it, and uh, he hit Arn Anderson. Um, Taking a fucking floor bump. Yeah. yeah, Anderson took a pretty decent floor bump. Um, MJF got cut, pretty bad blood all over. Um, and then it was funny because uh, MJF was going to whip Cody with his own belt. The yeah. ref took it away from him, and then somehow Cody ended up with the belt Yeah. and whipped MJF once, and then as he was going back again, he was... The ref, like, grabbed it and was, uh, like, telling Cody, like, all right, I got to take this. And he was pleading with the ref, like, come on, just let me have this Let one. me whip yeah. him. Let me have this one. And sure enough, the ref's like, well, all right, fuck it, I guess he's an asshole, so go ahead. And then MJF, MJF won with a submission? 
No, he won by uh, pulling oh, the ring. The ring. That's right. That was cool. the spot that you loved. You forgot about you dummy. I'm sorry. Yeah, because <laughs> he hit. So he hit Cody with the a double the cross. Well, because yeah, because yeah, Cody hit him twice with the crossroads. Yeah. Well, no, because he. Well, remember MJF hit Cody with the double cross. Right. And then Cody hit him with the crossroads twice. Twice. Yeah. And then as he was hitting the ring. He fucking pulled the ring out of his trunks and fucking popped him, fell yeah. back and just landed on him and pinned him for three. Yeah, yeah. Um, very cool spot. I Super like you're, you're glad, I, I think, if anything, you're most glad that MJF won. MJF should have won. MJ, it's sick. It just hurts Cody's direction because Cody did he's not. doing all this stuff where I'm, oh, I'll never be champ. Yeah, well, that's fine. If he's not going to be champ, why does he need to win all these feuds? If he doesn't want to be champ, why is he wrestling? That makes no I, sense. He, he literally the pride, the the the, he, the reason for being a singles wrestler is to win championships. He will. He can't be. win championships. He should fucking quit. He At, will be looking for championships once they introduce a mid card title. Until it's that, just he's the fucking EVP. Yeah. He has control over this shit. Until a mid card title is introduced, though, there's no reason for him to be winning these feuds. He needs to turn heel and just say fuck you guys. I'm getting the title. Also, Cody. He's the goddamn EVP. Also, he needs M- to start being an asshole. MJF winning that. Puts and gives MJF the opportunity to do more things because we know that Chris Jericho is going on tour with Fozzie soon. Yeah. I honestly think MJF. This is this is from Genuine Wrestle Boys. Just give credit to him. Eastside probably said it. MJF should take control of the inner circle, and that would make more sense because right now he now that this feud is over, he has nothing to do. But then that just makes the inner circle so convoluted because they'll have Jake Hager, yeah. they'll have fucking Jeff Cobb, yeah. and they'll have Wardlow. Yeah. Why well, do they? But if Jeff Cobb is Jeff Cobb confirmed to be in the inner circle? No, I don't know, but no, no. I don't think so. No, so, he's like, not. I think he's a paid assassin or whatever. The but fuck I think it was. like him going in, like him like leading them or something could make sense. But I mean, he still has his allegiance with the Butcher and the Blade. They should expand on well, that because no, they were they were paying him. Yeah, but he still works with them. He that is true. He yeah, because they they have them. gone in the past and like. Uh, Try to like save him and shit. Yeah, so why not build on that? I think the inner circle, if anything, Sammy Guevara should lead it. He's been the one that's been fucking be following Jericho most. around That'd like cool. a lost little puppy. But yeah, I'm just, why not let him take control of it? And then when Jericho comes back, he can come back as a face. Sammy Guevara could have killed the inner circle and they could have a feud. How long is this tour? It's like four months. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be an know. interesting... Honestly, like, I think that's going to be the most interesting time frame for the inner circle. Yeah. And seeing what kind of creative direction they're going to take them as a whole. Sure. Can they book Santana and Ortiz to be uh, the number one contenders for your tag titles? Yes. Can they book Sammy Guevara into another feud? Yes. Can they fuck off with Jake Hager? <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But the point is, if they're going to try to keep the inner circle together... They really need to figure out what they're gonna do because none of them have leadership qualities. No. Unless unless they do something where like Jericho's like, Hey, listen guys, I gotta go. I got other shit to do. Sammy, take care of the team while I'm gone. Or if they want, that's how they can introduce somebody like Lance Archer. Put him in control of the inner circle. Dad also He's a dad, him. dude. He's an old dad rock dude like Jericho. He can cut a yeah. promo. He can yeah, he can cut a cut a promo. All he has to do is say all Jericho has to do is say, Hey, I'm going on tour. I've got somebody that's gonna have my back. Lance yeah. Archer. Also done. Everybody, everybody dies. Everybody. Speaking of AEW, Cole Cabana is signed with AEW. Oh, sick. He's okay. allowed to work in other promotions based on Tony Khan's discretion. Very cool. Which means he'll probably still be able to do some like. Uh, He's gonna do New Japan. He's been doing some back. Probably He's not been doing some Japan. backstage stuff. He's. I think he's. Because he was doing stuff. With Mox AEW, is doing New Japan. Mox is doing New Japan, and so is Jericho. Those are all deals before AEW, though. Yeah, and I Jeff Costa signed in New Japan. Yeah, so. Andrew anyway, Water. 
Colt um, Cabana might also be signed to New Japan. True. I don't know is, how that's all going to work. He is in chaos, I think. Yeah, he is in chaos. Anyway, um, Colt Cabana's sick. Shout out Colt Cabana. Thank you, Podfather Colt. Anyway. Um, uh-huh. What were we moving on to? We had MJF versus Cody. After that, we had... Um, it was weird because we had... Who was it? It was the title match. Was it? No, it wasn't. That was. No, it was Pac and... Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Pac, Pac and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. Super, second super best, sick. Second best. Second best match of that match. It was so good. Orange Cassidy actually put on his work shoes tonight. Yeah, Orange Cassidy did a hell of a job. There were some spots where Orange Cassidy just, like, fired up. Well, and shout He's out to so Orange Cassidy sell, for popping Pac, dude. Yeah. Getting Pac to go along with what he was doing and then clapping for him outside. So sick. Yeah. That rolling spot that Orange Cassidy did, so sick. Dude, I think, yeah, Orange Cassidy... Uh, like he broke a little, he broke a little. I know he couldn't keep serious. Because they like zoomed on his face and he was just fucking trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah, he was and then like Pop already rolls out of the ring and just fucking starts clapping and laughing. Yeah. And then I was uh, like, God damn it, that's good. Orange Cassidy does that really sick dive and just starts ramping things up, going super. The fast. dive, the fucking no-handed uh, arm drag. Yeah, and then this was cool at the end because the Lucha Bros came out, attacked the best friends, setting up a feud there, and then Pac with the Lucha Bros. Um, Attack Pac while Orange Cassidy was attracted, attacked Orange Cassidy and picked up the win. Beat him with the Yeah. With the uh the brutalizer. Yeah. Brutalizer. Cool. Right. It's a cool submission move. I like it. Yeah. Um It depends on who's doing it. I think Pac does it really well. Yeah. Who was it that does it in WWE and they suck with it? I can't remember. Um Mandy? Didn't Mandy do it? I can't remember but it's Carmella? Somebody. Carmella no, did Carmella it. does the like a similar... Yeah, she does the Code of Silence. Um, oh, that's right. It is. Somebody else does it. It looks really bad. Yeah. I can't remember who. I think it's somebody on NXT. Anyway. I don't know. Brutal but it was ideas. bad. But yeah, shout out to Pac. Shout out to Orange Cassidy. Goddamn hell of a match. So yeah. fun. Super very fun, fun match. Very fun match. Very fast paced. Definitely, this, this pay-per-view in general had a lot of different gears shifting. They should have called this full gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. It was a really good pay-per-view, though. A lot of ebbs and flows. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, which is interesting for a pay-per-view like AEW, since typically they try to... We should probably talk about to, the main event before. Yeah, but usually they try to like go up on an upslope to hit the crescendo with the main event. Yeah. yeah. But with this, it was like they started low. Like I mentioned uh, before we recorded the podcast while we were watching the pay-per-view, I told you, I'm like, they're starting with the Dustin match with Jake Hager... They can't get any worse than that. True. Yeah. And they did not. True. No. They built up. They built they, up. They, they built, built up it up. Team. Up, up, up. Sure. Tag match hit the crescendo. Women's match went down a little bit. Up a little bit. Then. It, up, it, 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 and then, it, then it like had like a like a, a little up, and then, and then it went up after Pac and Orange Cassidy, and it kind of stayed there. Kind of. The and then there was like a come down. Once you yeah. know, the main event came, um, when which the main is event good. Started. John Moxley made his dumbest entrance possible. John Moxley versus Chris Jericho, of course. I wish John Moxley would have taken the eye patch off at the beginning of the match. I yeah. think that would have been a lot more impactful. The eye patch. Anyway, John Moxley mm-hmm. came to the ring, cutting through the crowd. Same as always, I'm over it. He uh, started so. outside of the, ve- the yeah, the yeah outside of the venue, almost to the street. That was so stupid. No, it didn't make sense. It was dumb. Um, Jericho came and had a very cool choir entrance, singing Judas. And then, um, and then started the. Song. Oh, I love how we didn't talk about how the a li- the live band played Cody Rhodes in. Oh, oh yeah, match. super sick. I pop. I sung along. Anyway, Jericho, uh, live band sang. The choir. The choir, choir. sang. 
Um, he came out with Pride Proud and Powerful. Um, it was cool. It was really a cool entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the match started. It was an okay match. It, it was, was really a, slow, the like, first like, 10 minutes. It was minutes. a WWE match. Yeah. And, like, um, Jericho did some cool stuff with, like, trying to, like, go into the crowd a little bit. He grabbed the whole, like, guards and fucking smashed up John on the head with it. Um, Speaking of that, AEW needs to figure out what the fuck their referees are going to do. Yeah. Their referees need more discretion. They're, they're so unclear with the rules, it's not even Yeah, because this is technically a no-DQ match, but where there was count-outs, there was rope breaks. Mm-hmm. There was, this, there was like, so perhaps, uh, probably Be- powerful were distracting them. Yeah, that. people were getting kicked out of the match. It was shit. Even yeah. though, like, technically they shouldn't have to kick them out of the match because it's a no-DQ anyways. <sighs> Um, it was rough. That's the one thing, too, with yeah. uh, with AEW, is their... Um, they have no clear, like, um, rules. Ref Aubrey got the biggest pop of the night by kicking out Santana Ortiz and Jake Kager. Yeah. Was, and and, and uh, Ortiz fucking sold it. Yeah, yeah. dude. He she, took, like, a whole, like... She kicks him yeah. out, and he did the fucking Damien Sandow stunt double yeah. fucking sell. He fucking yeah. dived out, yeah. Um, it was really good, though. It was a fine match. John Moxley won. I was thinking about it earlier today. Chris Jericho's reign has sucked. He hasn't defended it. He's defended it. His record is seven and zero. That's it. Well, seven and one now, or eight and one. Yeah, but eight you know what I mean. Like he's only like before this match, he was seven and zero. John Moxley was at least thirteen and zero. Like Chris Jericho did not defend the title very much. He got a tie with um, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. He had a match with Scorpio Sky on Dynamite. He didn't really defend it. So like I'm really I'm glad that John Moxley has it. I hope we actually get more John Moxley defenses. Um, and I think someone like Pac could be a good guy to take uh, take it off Moxley too. And then you could have like Pac and Hangman rekindle but, their feud. But yeah, Moxley won. So that's Moxley how they won. closed out the pay per view. I was really promo. bummed that they didn't have the leader of the Dark Order come out. No debuts, Moxley. nothing. No surprises. No returns. No nothing. I think we'll know who the leader of the Dark Order is on Wednesday. Hopefully. Which makes me think, since it wasn't tonight, it is Matt Hardy because his expi- his contract expired today. Well, yeah, as of March first, Matt Hardy is a free agent. Ooh, so he's a free agent now. Free the delete. Um, <laughs> Do you think they're banking on him? Yeah, with all the stuff about obsolete and being deleted and stuff, yeah, I kind of think they are. I um, I would hope that they're not banking on Matt Hardy leaving WWE because that's not a very good business model. Yeah, but AW hasn't been the best so far either, so... Well, also, I mean, like, it's... Matt Hardy is their friend. True. Like, anyway. But, so, yeah. So, that, so was, that was fun. That um, was AW. It was a good time. It, it was, was a, a fun show. Movie. I enjoyed the show. Yeah, it was a great pay-per-view. Was it worth $50? No, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I think, they need especially with that. the advent of the WWE Network, they should do, like, twenty four ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. That's understandable, but $50 in this day and age for a pay-per-view... Not even the UFC does that anymore, so come on. Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. They either need to, like, work it's with... It's borderline boxing. Yeah. Yeah. But... They need to do something different, especially, like, if they want to see pay-per-view mod, like, go up. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that was... It was a fun show. It was a fun show. Um, Berto sounds like he's about to die. I'm about to fall asleep. What was I'm your chilling. favorite thing of the week? Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing of the week was the Walmart wrestling that Hell happened. Yeah. Walmart Regional Wrestling. Shout out to that fucking those uh, Spanish fly under the fucking beanbag chairs. Yeah, dude, they did that, out. and then they were uh, they did a code red the inside code red of uh, it looked like a sports store. Yeah, yeah, they're doing some crazy shit. Yeah, I'm and then there was like a uh, 
The shit you showed me was super sick. Yeah, they did like some sort of uh, I don't know what they did. It was like inside of a McDonald's play place. Well, they did the like the like Canadian destroyer on the table and. Oh also, yeah, that's true. Also at South, Walmart, yeah. Southpaw Regional Wrestling is coming back this season summer. Three. three. You didn't even know what it was until like two weeks ago. Did you I watch it finally? It yeah, I watched it's so it. sick. It was on it's YouTube. Or, yeah. I mean, it's on the network. Yeah, it's on the network. Yeah, I watched it. I've, it's so I, sick. I it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I miss my my Southpaw shirt. It was sick. What happened to it? I got ripped. Oh. Hate to see it. I think my washer, old washer, ripped it. Anyway, I was also very excited about. Um, so there was a tweet that got sent out by a wrestling news account called uh, "Kayfabe Killer" or something dumb. They mentioned that uh, Nick Aldis is the youngest person in a current major promotion to have a title under the age of fifty, holding a world title. They're full of shit. I enjoyed watching everyone jump on them because, first of all, don't spread fake news like that. Second of all, NWA is not a major promotion. No. Tetsuya Naito is fucking 37 years old. And Tessa Blanchard's 27. Double champion. Tessa Blanchard we is don't talk a about piece her, of shit. True, but she, I mean, she's still... I mean, yeah, if you want to go fact... Cole, yeah, if you want to go fact check, Adam yes. Cole is 31. Yeah, yeah. Like, shut up. I think they were just trolling. NWA probably. is fine. Nick Aldis is probably going to get the title. NWA is... Yeah, also... also NWA, is, NWA is fine at best. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, also, just a newsflash, the whole... Uh, PCO losing the ROH oh, yeah. title oh, yeah, yeah. to uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, Roosh. Uh, because no, Roosh. or sorry, yeah, Roosh. Thank you. Um, because of Nick Aldis. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite matches this week is probably going to be uh, Shingo versus Ishii. Also, I was a big fan of um, Kota Bushi and Tanahashi are the IWGP Tag Team Champions. They took the belts off of God. Very cool match. Um, I'm just looking forward to Ibushi's turn. It's going to be tag team turn season coming up here soon. True. weights, fucking <coughs> Megan Page. I mean, um, Champa and... DIY broke D- up. Yeah, DIY just yeah. broke up. But um, and, uh, Dude, it's breakup season. Ibushi is going to beat the shit out of Tanahashi. <laughs> True. Uh, my favorite match I just watched, I was telling you guys about this earlier, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Dominic Greeny. Okay. Super sick. Was Dominic Greeny. Rep Pro? Or um, no, I can't remember what it was. Um, I can actually probably find out. Give me one second. Um, but Dominic Greeny, this was posted in like 2018. At that point, Dominic Greeny had been wrestling for like six months. Hell yeah. And it was for uh, Evolve, I think. Yeah, Evolve 99. Okay. Super sick. Dominic Greeny. Went hold for hold with Zack Sabre Jr. I recommend both of you guys watch this. I'll send it to the uh, group chat. Or, our, you know, our listeners. Our, and our, well, yeah, spe- listeners especially. But this match was great. It was about 25 minutes Sick. of pure technical wrestling between Zack Sabre Jr., who's the best in the world, and this newcomer who was trying to prove that he belongs. Hell Kept yeah. up. It was fantastic. At the end of the match, Zack Sabre Jr. gets on the mic and goes... You have no fucking right to be that good. That's sick. He goes, you kicked my fucking ass. He goes, he goes you're supposed to work for 10 years and then get good. He yeah. goes, you're supposed to suck for 10 years. This is bullshit. I want you to be my new best friend. Yeah. He goes, I don't care if it's in the tag team. We're hanging out drinking beers and talking politics. Whatever. I want you to be my new best friend. You gave me the best match I've ever had in my life. Hell yeah. Put him over extremely hard. Dominic Greeny, he's, uh, he's going to be in... Uh, He's going to be at Prestige Roseland, so shout out to them. Shout out to Prestige. Fuck Eddie Pearl. Cancel Eddie Pearl. Um, I hope he loses against the luchador he wrestles this Friday coming up. And I hope he um, doesn't even step foot into Roseland. Oh, dude, he better not even come close to Roseland, dude. I'll go and fight it myself. I'll fight him and fucking Ricky. I love you, Ricky, but I'll fight you both. Because cancel Eddie. 
Um, I hope Will. But that match a, was super fun. It's been a cool week for wrestling. Yeah. I hope he has a restraining order against Eddie Pearl. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Um, what about you, Drew? Oh, yeah, you said Tanahashi. Tanahashi. But, yeah. Uh, also, Shingo and Ishii was a gnarly match. But support Prestige Wrestling. Support uh, Prestige Championship Wrestling. Uh, support the genuine Russell Boys. Don't do that. No, our beef is squashed. We're cool. The beef is squashed. Okay, for now. Follow for us now. on Twitter, at Ringo Bernables. Um, thank you so much for listening. We're Love signing off. Thank you. Peace. Bye.